0: Welcome back to Going Long on First. I hope everybody enjoyed our new intro that we debuted last week. Thanks to Owen and his genius brain. Um, genius. Genius. That, that That's the only word, you know. It, you. it was, uh, like I mentioned before, it was time for a little change up and um, I hope it was a hit for everybody. We'll stick with that for a while and we'll kind of see where it goes. Uh, Jeremy is back this week, of course, for the NFC East. He wouldn't miss it for the world.
1: For the NFC Beasts, Seth.
0: Oh, you're right. Yes. Is that what it's turned into? What, two years Bring ago in, was the NFC
1: Least? Bringing back the early to mid 2000s. Oh, when we all right. run the show. Oh, and you know you love it. Don't shake your head on me. Pretty oh. close
2: to the Least, but, you know, Such we'll see a how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I mean, you know? I guess.
1: Carson Wentz is still a quarterback in uh, the NFC East. And uh, we have the commanders, the commies, and then we have Danny Dimes. So, I mean, I I guess I can – I wouldn't quite say the least, but I I get what you're coming
0: from. (laughs) Needless to say, we have just a few divisions left. We have the NFC East this week, tonight. We have the AFC North next week, and then we end with the best division in football, the black and blue. The NFC North probably
2: applies more to the AFC North, but the NFC North still, you know, great in its own right.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I mean, it's not like it was, but back in the, you know, 60s, 70s, even probably I, 80s. You could argue the NFC North compared to the NFC East has a uh, better top level
2: and then also lower bottom level. It's just a quite, of a, quite an array, array of talent there at the teams. <laughs>
0: Tell, Jeremy doesn't
2: like game. that, but he's just going to be Packers hater, and that's fine. Uh, I mean, what's new?
1: I don't know if I agree with that because I guess I, this is what I would say. It depends on how the Eagles shake out. Our roster looks really good right now, but it it depends on quarterback play, obviously. And a lot of these young guys make big steps. So I would say of the two divisions, the Packers have the most, like the best roster, right? But the quarterback play is the big thing there. But I would say Eagles. Dallas, Minnesota, all on the same playing field. Completely. Yeah. Bang. Yeah. And then it's Detroit. Probably the commander's right there with them. And then we'll see what comes out of Chicago. and Bears York, and Giants
2: Kansas. are at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> I'd
1: say we're a little thicker mid-level. You guys just have Green Bay's roster. But, I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe Dak takes a big step this year. Maybe Jalen takes a big step this year. If that happens, one of those two rosters could be – I mean, quickly top five in the NFL. And Seth, cover your ears. Rogers could be
2: retired at the end of the year, and it's a full shakeup. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll love to talk about some NFC East today, though, before
0: we start crying in a couple weeks. Uh, we won't be crying unless it's tears of happiness when the Lombardi Trophy is coming home. <laughs> well said. Um. All right. Before we get into the NFC East, let's talk a little preseason. It is week one. Week one just ended today, uh, Sunday today that we're coming at you. Um. So preseason week one just ended uh, with I believe the Vikings and the Raiders playing today. Yeah. Not sure how that one turned out. Um. But it was a it was a fun week one. Obviously, we had the Hall of Fame game last week, but this is a full slate of games. So football is back officially with this. Um, so we'll kind of dive into that just a little bit, get some takes on Packers, Eagles. Um, It's preseason, so we won't spend too much time there. And then we'll kind of jump around and then we will jump into the East. So yes, preseason. Well, what, did we, what did we think of week one? Any any big surprises? Initial thoughts? Uh the Jets, the Jets were the big one for me because they came out with some big injury scares. Becton was out for the year. Now Zach Wilson potentially towards ACL. Seems like it's not. So season's not derailed for the Jets as of yet.
1: Wilson apparently was in California having surgery today for torn meniscus, I think it was. Yep. Not ACL. Yep. Um I'll jump in first real quick. I think what I will say is a lot of low-scoring affairs, like Dallas put up seven points, um, Kansas City put up 14 points, um, Jacksonville put up 13, you know, Tennessee 10. I mean, there's a lot of low-scoring games. So I know I read an article on Twitter, God, probably three weeks into the training camp, and they were talking about – How quickly, because it was a big thing with, with Eagles OTAs is how the defense was so much farther along than the offense, which is to be expected with the young quarterback. But then I started running into all these articles about all the teams being like that. Right. And uh, it's just, I mean, I get it, you know, defense isn't about timing, like offenses to where it's like, as a quarterback, you got to hit your guy when he's at a spot, right. You know, or running backs, you got to hit the hole when it's there, you know, defense is just run around, make a play. But uh, I would say by kind of judging the scores and seeing some of the games, defense seems to be kind of shown through to be a, a little ahead of offenses, which maybe it carries into the season, maybe it doesn't. You know, obviously, teams come out with real vanilla defenses in the beginning here. But um, I'll just give my Eagles notes real quick. Our first team looked good, real good. We lost the game. I mean, honestly, who cares? It's preseason. But um, we looked good. Um Tell that to the Ravens. Tell them they don't care. Good for them. When's the last time they won a Super Bowl? Um, So, not since they went on that undefeated march in the preseason. So, what I'll say is, Jalen came out, went six for six, 80 yards, touchdown, bang, marched right down the field. Uh, He hit Quez Watkins twice while Sauce Gardner was guarding him. Um, He ended up throwing the touchdown to Goddard. Jalen Rager actually looked pretty good. Um, Jalen Rager's actually been blowing up in the OTAs as far as looking real goddamn good. The receiver the year before him, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, dropped the ball, got booed. Um, the defense, Kazir White, real, real, like, smooth pick off Zach Wilson. And then Jordan Davis, I mean, in a preseason game, to be getting triple-teamed and double-teamed, that's kind of wild, you know, to especially to be a rookie. I mean, they were literally double and triple teaming that guy from pretty much the jump. Um, him and uh N'Kobe Dean, it was kind of cool. Jordan Davis blows the play up. Here comes Dean flying in to make a tackle for a loss. And it was just like, well, there's Georgia Days all over again, you know. But um, no, it's been it's been fun to watch the defenses kind of look good. And then I will say the Eagles defense looked good too. I'll say one thing, one other thing about Philly, and then I'm done. Jonathan, Oh, and you text me about Jonathan Gannon, and it's like that guy does a really good job of making bad teams with bad quarterbacks look really bad. Like, he's been, that's been his MO since he came into Philly, and I mean, he made uh, Zach Wilson did not look good. So,
2: that's all I gotta say. That's the Eagles. Eagles, you know, Jalen didn't die on that late hit. Zach Wilson, you know, his knee might be okay, so you know, that's Mike uh, Wilson almost died
1: on the field. Owen, 56 is a punk bitch. Okay, hey, fuck that guy. But anyways.
2: <laughs> that, I think that was a quote from Nick Sirianni after the game.
1: That's my quarterback. That's my <laughs> quarterback. Sirianni, it's very clear. You can read his lips. Is yelling, Salah, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you can see it. And, uh, dude, I thought he was going to go across the field. I mean, he was losing it. Um, I'd love to see that because Sirianni's he's a true Philly guy for sure. Um, but no, it was – you don't want to see that in the preseason ever. Um, actually, we were just talking about this at work the other day. I can think of um, – God, I was young too back when Washington was the Redskins. And I was watching a preseason game, and I remember this receiver goes up to make a catch in the end zone and a defender hits him in the thigh from the right side, and another defender hits him in the, sh- in the calf from the left side, dude's leg just, like, splits, like, gross, right? Just snaps in half, basically. And I remember just thinking to myself, like, all for a game that doesn't matter, trying to make a team, you know, and this guy might not even get paid, really. But it's just, like, you, you hate to see that. So, like, Seth, like you said, Zach Wilson, it's sad to see, especially with a young guy like that. But what I'll say is, hey, that's freaking instant karma right there. Like yeah. you get a, you get a cheap hit on the Eagles quarterback. also on a Your quarterback goes down. And it's like the play that happened is Zach Wilson wasn't like a dirty play. So that's the only real major injury I can even think of. Not that it's super major, but I don't think there was really any other ones.
0: Um, no, I don't think so actually. So, which is good. You you you, you don't want to see those injuries happen in the preseason. They typically do. They they'll come around, which is why teams are so hesitant to put their players out there, especially star players, um, because these happen. I mean, it's happened to big guys. Tom Brady is an example of one. Uh, he went down, um, but yeah. So it, it it's good. We'll see what see our uh, week week two brings. Owen, oh, any uh quick thoughts on the Packers' first game? Yo, uh, Jordan Love, uh, before you trash him, Seth.
2: Thirteen and twenty-four. Three I'll give you a chance. Three picks who have been quickly uh, dispelled from Coach Lafleur. He said none of them. I don't blame him for any of them. I think What's he, he great. supposed to say Owen. <clears throat> well, you know the two. The first two were obvious. You know the one flew out of Tyler Davis's hands straight into a safety. Uh, you know the second one, Romeo Dobbs, who was looking good, then had it wrestled away from him for you know technically an interception. And then the third one being uh, was a
0: badly uh, thrown ball. Just want to throw
2: that out there. It wasn't that badly thrown ball. No, he should have caught that. He should have. No, he he had a he had a play on it. He should have caught it. And then the third one he shouldn't have thrown, but the play was broken. So you know. After all that, you know, you know, it could have been worse. There was a lot of young quarterbacks playing this week, and that was kind of cool to
0: see. Kenny Pickett was making plays. Malik Willis. Kenny Pickett, who's a rookie, looked light years better than Jordan Love, who's in year three. Well, okay, that's one
2: thing. Trubisky is probably going to end up with starting job over in Pittsburgh still, but I mean, Kenny Pickett looked good. Uh, Malik Willis, he made some plays. He wasn't consistent, but he made
1: some big plays. Um, I want to say one thing real quick on Willis. There was that one play where he like in the pocket takes a couple steps to his right and then he immediately flips around and starts scrambling out to the left breaking the pocket I think it's a touchdown run yeah from the back that dude looks just like Russell Wilson like the way he runs and everything like this the, the frame I was like dude you're you're Wilson 2.0 like I guess I shouldn't say 2.0 but he's like again like Wilson Jr right there you know yeah yeah but it, it looked just like him I mean same build same stature they're both short, stocky dudes, but it was like, holy shit, you even run like him, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, that was there was definitely some some bright spots there. Uh Desmond Ritter. I was looked, about to say
0: Desmond Ritter looked good.
2: Seth's guy, Desmond Ritter. Um, you know, Fields probably still looking the worst out of all of them, but I don't even know if you can blame them because it's Chicago land and, and everything's trash there. Um, not like physically, it's just the organization. I don't want to trash Chicago or other fans that just stay in the organization. Is still Still got some work to do. And so does their field. So <laughs> other than that, um
0: it's pretty beaten up like a soldier would be. The, oh, there you go. Living up to
2: the name. Uh, you know, still Packers again, no worries. I think the the preseason game was one thing. It was more most encouraging today to see what we have come off. We had uh Big Bob, Robert Tunyon back from pup. We got Elton Jenkins back there taking snaps at right tackle, mind you, that's huge. Um, uh, and then there was another one, I think, I, uh, uh, Christian Watson. Yeah, that's yep. right. He'll he'll see his first actual um, snaps in the coming week, so that's encouraging. You know, Bakhtiari's on the way. Give him half a year, six weeks maybe. And then uh, Kyle you and think Hill. he starts
0: on the pup list?
2: Starts yeah. the season on the pup? I do. Yep, I do. It's. I mean, I. I think that's been the plan all along, and that's you know I'm fine with me. Um, and I'd love to see Yash out there prove
0: himself out on left tackle. Oh, and, uh, I like he he's really. I think he's probably going on every Packer fan, but I think so. Man, the the story that he has is just it's pretty crazy. But see him come up and play the way he's played. I mean, I don't want to say it's feel it feels like we haven't missed David Bakhtiari, but He's absolutely filled that gap over there at left tackle. Right, and,
2: it, and it'll always hurt for that playoff game to not, for them to have not started, Yash, yeah,
0: uh,
2: and go the way they did. And I hope that changes forever. But you know, I mean, at the very least, maybe he makes a name for himself and he gets paid somewhere else. You know, because we have we have Bakhtiari locked in for a bit still. So, um, yeah. Other than that, that was my my homegrown Packers takes. And uh, I'll be, you know, watching training camp highlights closely, just as I did the week prior. And then, you know, the other thing to mention, uh, go back to the Packers when you when you're ready. But Hard Knocks, best are already the best season of Hard Knocks in four years at least. Uh, Dan Campbell is the man. Uh, love watching that guy talk. He was doing up downs. I think that he did like fifty up downs with the players just for the sh- shits and giggles um i i I, all i think about is you guys man that's all i think about you got trust me man that's all i'm asking please man love that guy oh
1: and did you did you get to see Goff's interview with the pivot pod uh
2: no i think there was a clip or something that's ryan clark's pod right
1: yeah right so ryan clark fred taylor and uh channing crowder yeah. Um, real good. I wouldn't call it Ryan Clarks. So I'd call it Fred Taylor and Shannon Crowder. Sure. But uh, th- it's a good pod. It's basically, they pivoted, as they say, away from Brandon Marshall, Chad Johnson. The right, spot. right, right, right. But uh, listening to Jared Goff, I mean, it kind of brought out a whole new appreciation for him with everything that went down in LA to bring him to Detroit. But uh, it was cool because he said, he's. they asked him who's going to be the big celebrity from this. And he goes, uh, the running back. From three bay that's Jamal, uh, Jamal Williams. He's like Jamal Williams. And then he was talking about Aiden Hutchins thing and Michael Jackson. And I was was like, man. I seen it. I seen the clips. It's uh it looks really good.
2: Yeah, no, it's 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 definitely worthwhile watch this year. Um he he was like quoting Metallica during a team meeting. It was like
0: it was it was was (laughs) Yeah, yes, nice, it was perfect. Nice. Um you know the I, mixed feelings on the game. Um but it's preseason, so it's really hard to tell. I was looking at the young receivers. That's kind of what I focused on more than anything. Yeah. Was uh kind of who would step up there. Dobbs obviously made some some big plays, had a couple easy drops. Uh Danny Davis looked really good. Kind of excited about him. A Wisconsin boy. Um but Toure also had a couple big plays. I'm excited for these young receivers. I really and then,
2: am. And then I forgot you mentioned the receivers. Rodgers too. Rodgers. Amari.
0: Amari has looked very different this year than he did last year. That kick return where he gets run over by Rashawn Gary, but that's okay. <laughs> and then Rich Basaccia running down the sideline too, just going crazy. Yep. Um, so I'm excited. These, these young receivers, I think, will it'll be an adjustment for the offense, but. The offense might be just as good as they were last year with with these guys. A little different. It's gonna look different, of course. But uh I think right. with these young guys, Christian Watson finally coming in, he'll play these last couple of weeks uh to get up to speed. I I'm excited. I'm yep. very optimistic about that. I'm not optimistic about when Aaron Rodgers retires, though. And if Jordan I, Lump has to be that guy,
2: I I I understand. I understand so. completely. Yep. We
0: we don't have to go down that road too far, but I just I was hopeful, Owen. I was hopeful. Same. And I was I was I was ready to be like, yeah, this is going to be the year where he shows that he could be the guy. Uh, I he didn't sell it to me week one. He'll have two more weeks to do it, but he didn't sell it to me. Danny Etling, the seven-year pro from every which team, Super Bowl quarterback, by the way. Yep, New <laughs> England. Uh, it had that beautiful pass to Baylor. I believe it was Baylor, right? Running back, so. yeah. Uh, just dropping dime, just a dime right in there. Oh, that was a pretty pass, pretty play. Those, those running backs look good. Uh, they do, all of them do, yep. Yeah. It, and it's important to have three or four because you know, a running back's going to go down for a couple weeks at least. All right. Um, yeah, that's that's preseason week one for the most part. Let's jump in. To the NFC East, or as Jeremy mentioned, the NFC beast. The beast. The beast. You know what they say? Kill the beast. Do they say that? Well, Gaston did. <laughs> um, all right, yes. So the NFC East, we like I mentioned earlier, we just have a couple divisions left. Um, we have the NFC East this week. The AFC North next week, and then the NFC North to finish it off. Um, but as usual, as normal, we're going to jump in to our division winners, and then our top five, which both should be interesting this week because this is a very up for grabs division. Probably two teams at the top of the list, and then two teams at the bottom. Uh, but I think it's going to be a good. It's going to be a good segment this week, of course. Jeremy our eagles home run um everybody's going to love this pod this week i'm sure they're going to be just crawling to it just <laughs> oof it'll be good ah uh, okay um we're going to save jeremy for last just so he can critique all of our all of our picks for this week um so we'll save him for last for both
1: i'm ready uh, i'm ready cuz uh before i even get to my list i'm going to correct you boys cuz i know you're each going to come up with some hot garbage. That's just going to, for the lack of a better term, piss me off. Um, I'm an expert of the NFC East, particularly the team out of Philadelphia. Um, so put that on your gonna, business card. It's going to be a good one. That It is my business card. So that's my business. NFC East football out of Philadelphia, PA. Um, but I'm ready. Uh, I'm really, really interested to see what you guys roll out with. Cause, uh, I think more than any of the divisions recently, there's a really good shot to get a player from all four teams on this one. You think so? Uh? There's one guy from the two bottom tier teams that could probably go on in my opinion, but we'll see.
0: Oh, this should be fun then. Um, Owen, wh- who – you want to go first? You want me to lead off? Let's oh, you do this.
2: Look, mine will be short and sweet because I don't want to piss Jeremy off too much. You know, I'll let him I'll let him run with it. Um but yeah, let's feel free. We start with the bottom, right? Bottom, then we go up. Start bottom from the bottom here. The New York football East Giants. Coast
0: vibes tonight.
2: Good lord, this team, huh? Um look.
0: Who do who do you have at the bottom?
2: Oh, I thought we were going with last year's bottom, right? No, we go.
0: Oh, yes. Sorry. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know, hey, you usually take the reins, but you're throwing it over. I'm just going to freestyle. Okay. West Coast, East Coast style. Uh, New York Giants, they suck. Plain and simple. They're going to suck this year. That's just how it's going to work. But we've talked about a few of these teams this year. The Lions remain the example from last year where. He had a new coach coming in, new regime, new GM. Uh, you're kind of dealing with all the players and player transactions that they had made previously. You're still kind of have to pay some of those guys coming into this year, but they've already made that uh, – they've already uh, made their impact to start with the, you know, Kayvon Thibodeau, Evan Neal. Those dudes are going to be starters right away. They're going to be starters for a while. Um, I don't see those guys
0: uh, – You hope at least.
2: Well, you know, obviously injuries would happen, but you know, I just think they're they got too much of a pedigree, both of them, that they're going to get in the mix, and you're going to find out what they're worth like pretty pretty goddamn quickly. Um, that goes along with Dayball. Like, I I like Brian Dayball for sure. Um, they're going to be limited, and I don't have any faith in Daniel Jones, Mister Danny Dimes. I really don't, and that's you know whatever. They brought in Dayball for the. Maybe miraculous chance he can turn him around. But this is it for uh Daniel Jones. This is the last year. I think we all know that. Um
0: I just goes um, off, Owen. What if he goes off?
2: Great news. Brian Dayball, head coach of the year. If that happens for sure, even if they make the wild card. Um, because that is an insane turnaround you'd have to make. Um other than that, like there's just not a lot. A special pieces going on there. Um, you know, Saquon probably looks the best. He has since he tore his ACL two years ago, 2020. Um, he's looking strong in camp. I expect him to be, uh, especially we're getting into the fantasy range here. We're going to have to start drafting Seth. Jeremy, you know, you better be listening when I talk because <laughs> especially NFC East, because I know my shit, right? Uh, Saquon, I actually don't know where exactly he's going and or if I'd even pay up the price to do it, but I think at, for in the football sense, having him healthy and running, you know, run the offense through him uh, is gonna is gonna show positive vibes, and they're gonna steal some games. I think that'll happen, but four and thirteen might just be the the actual record they have, except that there's optimism, whereas last year there was not. They sucked. They look like they sucked. They for sure sucked. We all agreed. They did look to have got better, a little bit better in the offseason with the regime change and things, you know. Uh, a good draft
0: up. as well. Yep,
2: yeah. Things are pointing up. So, you know, we'll get there with the Giants, but they're, they're going to remain in the doghouse.
0: You forgot one thing, though. One important what? piece, Owen. Tell me. Adoree Jackson is still on the Giants. <laughs> you know what that means. <laughs> I'm curious. Is he on the injury report this week? Does anybody I
2: know. know? I no, not a clue.
0: Anybody check yet on the Dory Jackson status? Dory we'll Jackson. We'll come back to that. Uh, I assume he didn't play. Probably. It looks. He probably it didn't looks like play. he's playing.
2: He's, he's he's. There's a lot of articles about uh, taking the leadership role. All right. Uh, and if he is a true number one cornerback, I think he's playing. All right. Beautiful. Maybe he solidifies himself. Maybe we'll return weekly updates on Adoree Jackson coming to you this fall. Next team. Don't the... miss it. We are commanders. Bum, ba-dum, bum, 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 bum. Go commies. They're all right here. there.
0: <laughs> Carson I hope, that, I hope that's what they run out out of the tunnel every, every week. Just that tone?
2: Yep. They should. They should just clip the pod just me right there and just run it. Look, Carson Wentz is in the house. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that was the the right decision. The best decision might've been their only decision to make. Uh, I don't know if, even if you bring a guy like Jimmy G in, like, what are you going to do still? Like the offense has still got to evolve. Uh, maybe you just hope for some dynamic ability coming from uh from a guy like Carson Wentz. I don't know what the right move is there. Uh what I do know that signing locking up Terry McLaurin was the correct decision to make. Now I know receivers are getting paid a whole of a hell lot this offseason, but uh that guy's your that guy's your stud. Uh, Antonio Gibson looked like he was going to be one of those studs and he still kind of is but like he fumbles the he's got a bad fumbling problem right now. Um, I think it was even he's fun to watch though. He is. He's very fun to watch, but I think it was even like his second carry during the preseason game. And then it was a fumble that stunted, know. you know, a drive that Carson was actually doing well on, um, man, I don't know, but you know, kind of a, they've always had a solid offensive line and now you lose your cornerstone in Brandon Scherf, um, you bring in a couple former, former pro bowlers. I think it's Norwell or Trey Turner. Um, so we'll see, you know, they might stay the same. Uh, everything revolves around the defense though. Defensive line returning. (laughs) Is that the youngest Eagles fan in the world or what? Right. All right. Uh, you know, it's the Washington defensive line needs to return to its former glory. They have the head coach. I don't, you know, the organization top at the top level is a fucking mess, but uh, you got Ron Rivera, and that's you know as good as you can get um, in the head coaching realm. So I think you know as far as the team goes, you, you plug away the noise. Uh, they're not going to be too much better than the Giants, I would say. But I mean, I think that they have the dynamic playmakers to to put points up at least. They do, uh, and they've and they've shown that they've had a good defense in the past. So put those together and you got like a serviceable average team in the NFL. So we'll see what happens. Philadelphia Eagles. The moment
0: we've been waiting for everybody.
2: I don't know. Maybe I should just move on. Maybe I should save all the words. Let Jeremy have all the Eagles words. (sighs) What a trade. Okay. So this happened on draft day. AJ Brown trade for AJ Brown and you draft. Uh, Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis looks like a monster. He's a unicorn. Uh, I don't know why he didn't go up higher, but it's one of those things where you draft the guy that nobody else he, – he can do what nobody else can. He's just way too big and way too mobile. He's kind of like the Lamar Jackson effect where it's just like he's the one guy at that position that's doing things that no one else can do. Maybe he's not doing everything right he's now He's as well. fast
0: as Lamar Jackson.
2: Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying it's kind of like that comparison in in skill level compared to their position. There's no one doing what that guy does. Jordan Davis opens up so much for that defense. Jeremy, you mentioned our, our chat on Jonathan Gannon. Um, it's up to Jonathan Gannon to fuck up that advantage that Jordan Davis gives you. Um He's he was commanding three blockers. You send that screenshot of three blockers and he was standing upright. If you if he can do that week to week, you know how many Hassan Reddick is gonna have multiple four sack games, and if he doesn't, that's either on him or Gannett. <laughs> like that's just the way it goes, right there. Uh Eagles, Eagles are gonna be they're gonna be dancing uh come January. Uh much to my dismay and much to the viewers' displeasure as well. You're going to be hearing about the Eagles in January. Jalen Hurts is the big question mark. Looks he look he runs the ball so well, Jeremy. He's turning his back on me because he knows. He runs the ball so well. He makes good decisions running the ball. He's very capped out on what he can do with throwing. Would love to see some progression. I think Sirianni's trying to take care of him, but it's, I just haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. Would love to. Maybe AJ, AJ Brown might make that completely different. Maybe that's just the guy he needs. At least that's what they're, you know, hyping up. But that is the big question mark whether the Eagles can take the division over. The Dallas Cowboys. And that oh, brings me to the Dallas. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, dude. Mike Parsons. I mean, dude's gonna, I mean, he might as well win. Just slot him in for defensive player of the year. He might have the best odds out of the whole league. Jeremy's got a Jeremy's got a room full right now.
0: Jeremy brought the whole clan against you. Owen. <laughs> that thumbs they're, all, up?
2: they're all ready to say, Owen, you you don't know Eagles football at all. You don't you don't have a clue. <laughs> sure. We'll get his, his take here shortly. Look, Cowboys, uh as much, I don't want to say I have the most confidence in them because I would never say I have the most confidence in Dallas Cowboys. But uh they have the most proven talent, they have the least uh question marks, I would say, at least for individual players. Uh CD Lamb, I guess, would be the big one that comes to mind. He kind of has to be the number one. Like that's got that's a guy that. Has to have a number one receiver season. Um, I think he. I think he can do it too. I think he can. I think he has the ability. Uh, this might, you know, I just there's something about uh, Dak right now where I just I'm kind of losing confidence. Definitely, we. I mean, we thought he could have been, you know, one of the one of the top fives a few years ago. I, especially before his injury two years ago, um, but it just hasn't. Uh, I don't want to say it's disappointing, but it's, it's just not progressing the way uh, that you'd like to see it's. But then you, then again, you go back to it and it's like, you got a lot of young pieces that could fit in super well. I mean, Micah Parsons is going to tear the league down for years. Um, And Zach Martin's still not, his age hasn't caught up to him yet. Uh, Tyron Smith, it certainly has, but it's a different, different conversation. They've lost, a, they lost a lot of starters from last year. That's that's one thing that can bite them. But it's not. I'm going to say the Eagles are taking one. I'm going Eagles, Cowboys, Commies, Giants.
0: Wait, you rank. flipped
2: it? I did. I was, I wasn't saying that the, the Cowboys won it last year. That's what I was saying. That Eagles.
0: Oh, all right. To take it over. So you're taking Eagles, Cowboys, Commies, Giants. That is my ranking. Jeremy
2: loves it.
1: I can get with that.
2: Okay. As much as you were prepared to say you weren't. uh, I was ready to just
1: unmute and just unleash. But uh, I think it's
2: very close. I do think it's very close. The betting line is Cowboys are the favorite. Um, But I think the Eagles have good odds on that.
1: Cowboys should not be the favorite for many of reasons um one specifically though is the NFC East has not been won in consecutive seasons since I think it was like oh three oh four when we did it uh with McNabb and the gang I mean it's literally has not been done since then so I would I would not bet for the Cowboys to do it for that reason um plus it's the Cowboys and I mean they're very hot and cold
0: yep all right you ready Jeremy my list is exactly the same as Owen's, except I got the Cowboys one in the division.
2: Oh, I knew one of us would. Say.
0: I got the Giants at the bottom. Won't spend too much time there. The Giants are the Giants, like Owen talked about. Just too many question marks there. They got quarterback issues. Really a lot of things. Uh, the only hope is Dave Ball does something. Uh, the Commies, the Commanders, they have some pieces there where I think they could potentially sneak into the playoffs like they did a couple years ago, uh, if that defense really steps up and Carson Wentz brings some stability to the offense. That If
2: there's one thing Carson Wentz brings, it is not stability.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying if he does, if he does, they they could sneak into the playoffs. They have the talent to do so. Uh, I got <laughs> the Eagles too. I got the Eagles too, Jeremy, just because – it, it's the Cowboys, and they know how to win from September to December. It's when January hits is when they fall apart, but they know how to win in the regular season. They do. That's that's their M.O., and then playoffs hit, and then especially the Tony Romo era, that's when they fell apart. Uh, I uh, Cowboys, I think, are just too high-powered on offense, even with losing Amari Cooper. CeeDee Lamb steps into that role. They still have Gallup. Uh, they drafted that young guy who, who is was that? They drafted a, the receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Jalen Tor- Tolbert
2: told Tolbert, yeah.
0: Tolbert in the third round to kind of be a, you know, a deep threat kind of guy. Offensive line is still good. You have Zach Barton in there who should be in your top five. Tyron Smith, even though he is older, I, I think he's still obviously a upper echelon left tackle and Starting left tackle. Yeah. Um, I to me, you know, Owen, you you brought up Dak, which is interesting, because I, I was looking at his numbers, and maybe it's beyond the numbers for you, but he had one of his best statistical years last year. That's in, that's where I was career. like,
2: that's where I was like, you know, it's hard to say for me, and maybe it's just the eye test. It's just like there's something that maybe. It just felt like his cap, whereas before, like you just really felt like there was something that could like bloom out of so here. you're
0: you're saying the Dak that we have right now is just the DAC that we're gonna get. I
2: think last year might have been Dak's best season of his might be his best season of his career. Like there's something about you know, and here I am just talking nonsense. I just think um the time is uh, I don't know. I don't know, and- man. That's All I got um, to say I mean, I I get guess it. I'm not, I'm maybe not... It's, all, it's all predicated on CD Lamb at this point. I think,
0: yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, he's always been surrounded by receiving talent and weapons, so I mean, and which he still will be for the most part, but he'll just have one less. So, I, I just he would have been comeback player of the year except for Joe Burrow and what he did, which was insane. Um, otherwise, he would have been comeback player of the year. So, I and to me, the difference between the Cowboys and the or the Eagles, I should say, is the, is the quarterback play. Dak Prescott is proven. We know what we're going to yeah. get. Jalen Hurts is still a big question mark. There's a lot of potential there, and I think there's a lot of excitement for what he's going to do this year. uh, With A.J. Brown especially, I know you brought it up. Oh, and Jeremy, of course, we'll talk about it, but I think A.J. Brown is going to do big things in Philly. You do okay. So I I think he does. Okay, I think he does. Him and him and Jalen, I think will be will be really good. Um, I and until Jalen can prove it a full year, uh, I'm gonna stick with the Cowboys and Dak. I don't think they go far in the playoffs. I still think Eagles make the playoffs. I think they'll sneak in in that one of those wild card spots. Uh, but I think Cowboys take it, but close. I think this will be a fun two team race throughout the year. All right, Jeremy. Go ahead.
1: Seth you're wrong. Um <laughs> got him. So I said it before. I'll say it again. So I don't even know who to go with that for because Carson could implode and Washington implodes with him then. You know what I mean? That's just as simple as that goes. Um, Saquon could pull together a good year. They could be, I mean, okay, you know, a five, six, seven-win team. If Saquon puts together a year, I just – I'm not betting on Carson to do anything consistently other than be inconsistent, and I'm not betting on Saquon to be healthy for more than five games in a season in a row. You know what I mean? Owen, oh, I think you said it that Washington defensive line can fuck up games quickly. Like if you don't have the line to play with them, you've got a problem. Um, One thing I'll say about New York is there is a lot more talent on that offense than people are giving credit for. Like they've got three solid receivers. You know what I mean? Um, It's going to be a big year for Tony. I could see him having like a very surprise year because on the outside, you've got Galladay. And if Galladay shows up, and if if D- Dimes can just have a fucking average year, the Giants are actually going to make a mess for the middle here. Um, this is what I'll say: each one of the NFC East teams has one thing that has to go wrong, uh, right, for them to be viable. My Eagles, it's got to be Hurts. Hurts has to has to be an above-average to good quarterback or better. Dallas. You got to be healthy, especially on the offensive line. Like you guys have both mentioned Zach Martin already. Zach Martin is the only thing on that offensive line that is good. Nobody else on that Tyron Smith the is only probably the
0: most...
1: only thing. Smith is probably the most overrated offensive lineman in the NFL over the last 3 years. Come at me all you want, he definitely is. The dude's probably played a full season in the last 5 seasons completely. You know what I mean? Um and the thing about Dak, so this isn't even the Cowboy hater in me. I think we've seen Dak's ceiling. I really do. And I expect him to stay take a step down this year because I don't think C.D. Lamb's going to take this huge jump everybody thinks he's going to be. I think C.D. Lamb's going to be good, but I don't think C.D. Lamb's not going to be any better than Mark Cooper. And the guy below C.D. Lamb isn't going to be C.D. Lamb last year, so you're you're losing a guy. Now, Schultz will probably take a step at tight end, Zeke is washed up. I mean, what is he going to be three yards in a cloud of dust all year? Pollard's, Pollard's the best running back. But uh, I just – there's too much going on in Dallas. Micah, if he does it again, him and Aaron Donald are the best two defenders in the league, right? They are. Um, but we'll see. we got to see it, especially the way he played that position and how he just roamed the entire defense. That's so goddamn rare. I'd be really surprised to see it two years in a row. Trayvon Diggs, extremely overrated. I'll get to that. Um, and then as far as as far as uh, the Commanders, I mean, this is what I'll say. Giants is four for me just because of Ron Rivera. I just I can't imagine Ron Rivera completely just wasting a year here. Um, if you can get thirty five hundred yards out of Carson, twenty five plus touchdowns. If you can get last year's Carson out of the commanders, you're probably seven-win team, right? Um, New York's going to be real odd. So New York's four for me. Commanders are three. Cowboys are two. My Eagles are one. For one, there's two reasons for that set. Reason number one, let me just give you the last couple of years of NFC winners, okay? NFC East. 2021, Dallas Cowboys. 2022, Washington football team 2019 or my bad I was doing that wrong 2021 yep. Dallas 2020 Washington 2019 Philadelphia Eagles 2018 Dallas 2017 Philadelphia Eagles we won the Super Bowl 2016 Cowboys 2015 Washington 14 Dallas 13 Eagles 12 Washington 11 is where you got to go back to to find the Giants in it and they won the Super Bowl right so it's like in the last three years 19 we win at nine and seven. Wild card loss to the Seahawks when Carson has a concussion. If we have Jalen Hurts at that point, we might win that game. Because that was what hurt us: is we throw out forty five year old quarterback with torn hamstring and lose. Twenty twenty, Washington goes seven to nine. That was the year we all sucked. Um, They lost to the Buccaneers in the wild card, and then last year Dallas goes twelve and five, loses in the wild card against the Niners. Now. Dallas isn't as talented as everybody thinks they are because they've got, like, when I put together my list, I did um, I did A players, B players, and C players. To me, Dallas has got two A players. And then they've probably got somewhere between two and four B players and a ton of C players. My Eagles have – I think for sure one two three four five, five if not six a players. Bullshit. Washington's probably Washington's probably got three. The uh, Giants got one. Right. This is my second point. The Eagles have by far and away the most talented roster in the NFC East. It's really hard to find a weakness on our starting lineup. It really is. I mean. Our defensive line goes 8-9 deep again, like it did when we won the Super Bowl. Now, I'm not saying this is 2017 all over again, but it's looking like the roster's progressing to be that type of roster, say, in a couple of years, right? Um, our only weakness right now, I mean, punter definitely is a weakness, and then possibly safety. We'll see. But outside of that, if Jalen takes a step, I think we're a nightmare for anybody in the NFL. So, to, to end my rings. Eagles are one, Cowboys are two, Washington is three, New York is four. I think New York is – they're weird because, like, bringing in uh, Gallaudet and stuff like that a year ago, and then they're real close to having to totally blow it up, and they're not like a guy away. They're like a few guys away. Um, So it's going to be interesting for them this year, but I think my Eagles are going to be the class of the NFC East this year. And I think we're going to take it by a couple of games. I have a ton couple of, faith. of games. I do. I have a ton of faith in Sirianni, too. Um, Owen, oh, we over text, you know, we made the comments about Gannon. If Gannon just plays to his guys' strengths, we could have a top three defense this year. I mean, because we've got a lot of talent. Owen, oh, you made the comments about Jordan Davis. We're going to be running a, a hybrid 3 defense, Jordan Davis at the nose tackle. And Fletch as a three-four end is a fucking nightmare. Him and Javon Hargrave, that's a nightmare for any defense. You got Reddit coming off one end, you stand up sweat on the other, or Derek Barnett. I mean, that's that's hard to deal with. because Kazira White, the Kobe Dean, TJ Edwards is having a hell of a camp. I mean, love I to know. hear it. I I'm uh, it's it's funny to say, of everything going on in Philly land right now, I'm most excited about that defense because I I think they're going to cause. So they are gonna wreak some havoc uh, pretty pretty bad in the east. Now, you know, not to
2: just to, this is kind of like the first time I even thought of it, but maybe I've you, you know, maybe I just kind of had it in my head that this was it. Is if Jalen Hurts sucks this year, the Eagles have two first round picks next year. Correct. What happens? Are they are they
1: moving on? So if Jalen sucks this year, no matter what, he's gonna get at least 10 plus games, right? He'll get if not the whole season. Um, yeah,
2: I'd imagine full season. I don't. I don't. What do they? What do they got? We got Gardner. Gardner. Oh, Gardner. Oh, that's right, Gardner. And I mean, Gardner
1: can come. Minshew, media. Minshew can come in and win games for you. I mean, he, he can. And then we got Carson Strong as our third string, which is the best Carson Philly seen in a while, um, <laughs> at least since 2017. But um, okay. So what I'll say is, I think I've really just the guy's work ethic and the way he's. Come along, I just I can't even imagine it, so it's hard for me to even like fathom or talk about it. But if Gardner's a pretty, be- pretty good fallback option to get you through the end of the year, I mean, we've seen it in Jacksonville, right? Well, it, like, God forbid but, if Jalen got hurt or something.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say, yeah, if he got hurt, I was gonna say that's a, it. He, I don't think there there's a way for him to suck so bad that he can't finish the season, right? But um, there's just that, that sense where it's just like. You know, San Francisco moved on from Jimmy G, who was, you know, you know. You just got these teams who are just like getting these extra first round picks. Who, who I don't know if it's panic or if it's like a really calculated move, but you know, you think of the Giants. Obviously, they're moving on if it doesn't work out this year. From Danny Dimes is like is is Hertz in that same camp? I feel like there's a lot more optimism with Hertz for sure.
1: There's but. a ton of optimism because so. This is the one thing I'll say about Hertz is he's kind of carried this reputation of being a, I'm forgetting the word everybody always uses, but he's oh, the intangible guy. So for instance, we played the, the Jets first game of the preseason, right? And everybody's making the comments about how Zach Wilson has the arm and nothing else, right? He doesn't have the head. He doesn't have the work ethic. He doesn't have the athletic ability. He doesn't have the size. He's just got the arm talent. right? And then they're like, with Hertz. The only thing you really question is the arm talent. Like, is he high end accurate? Does he got this deep ball? He can just throw up 75 yards on a rope. Right. But Jalen works his fucking ass off. The dude's 225 pounds, like solid meat. Right. He can run. He's got a great head, but the dude's got, I mean, everything you want in the quarterback, but it's like, is the arm talent there now? What I'll say is you've seen flashes of it. So we'll see. But, um, that's the, everybody calls him Mr. Intangible, Mr. Intangible, because he's a hard guy to bet against. I mean, we've seen it in college. You know, he got benched for Tua, comes back, you know, leads him to a national championship, goes to Oklahoma, second in Heisman. I mean, it's hard to bet against the guy. And then just in his NFL career with the whole Carson thing, like he's came, overcame a lot of adversity from day one. So it's uh, I have a hard time betting against it, but I will say if, like, God forbid something happens. Gardner will get us through the rest of the year. I haven't really taken the time to look at the quarterback class next year. Um, but with those two first-round picks, we're loaded up. It will up. be
0: better than this year.
1: It, yeah, 100%. It's going to be a lot better. Um, we're loaded up in the first three, three, four rounds, I think it is, for picks. And, I mean, if you offload a guy like fucking Fletch, you know what I mean, at the end of the year, like we're going to have pieces to move. Somebody'll want Jalen, what? No matter what happens. So, at worst case scenario, like we'll make something happen for a quarterback next year. Now, if uh, if Jalen turns out to be an A quarterback at the end of the year, we got two first round picks. How he keeps on drafting the way he has been. Because Cam Jurgens looked really good. He looked like Jason Kelsey, but young. The Kobe Dean looked good. Uh, Jordan Davis looks like a unicorn. Like when they do the redraft, like they do every every draft 5 years later, when they do the redraft, Jordan Davis is going to be a top 3 pick. You know, on all these articles, like he's that good. So, I just think um for me and my Eagles, it'll be interesting, but uh I think it's it's a it's a good it's a win-win either way. But obviously Jalen is Jalen's good. We've got this thing like it, this could you hate to throw around the D word like dynasty, but we could be really good in the East for a while, like a while, while. It almost reminds me of like the young Donovan days. High praise.
0: That is high
1: praise. I said reminds me of.
2: Oh, okay, all right. fair I'm enough. I'm
1: not saying it's that yet. I'm saying it fair reminds enough. me. Of- it was I- just.
2: It was just interesting. to know. It looks like. I mean, you could. Just mock drafts, you can see up to six quarterbacks going in the first draft. I think up to four in the top ten. Obviously, is really way too early, and that's all. Way
1: too early, yeah. But I
0: mean, it's just a, you know. Go ahead, Seth. Uh, I'm just waiting for Jeremy to be done. Is all. (laughs) I I figured Jeremy would be uh, for a couple hours, so I was just kind of buckling in for the ride. So. I, I'm glad it's not. Uh, it's safe for everybody else. So. We
2: got we got good analysis.
0: We did, as always. We did. Of course. Of course. Um, that if there's one thing I know, it's Eagles football. Okay. That, that is true. If that's the one thing you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, outside uh, of being a dad, that's the one thing I know.
0: <laughs> um, Owen, real quick before we move into the top five, how close – Did you have the Cowboys winning
2: very close? It was, you know, flip of a coin for me, honestly. Um, but, uh, that's, that's the one thing that scares me is just, I almost, I mean, I feel like Jalen hurts almost has to be the best quarterback in the, in the division for them to win it. Um, that's just my thoughts though. I, because I mean, you kind of downgraded the Dallas roster. I think Dallas has a really good roster to me. Um, you, you underrated the overrated player in Trayvon Diggs. I think that dude, he comes out and has just a really good season. He's not, he's not going to have near as many interceptions as he had. Can
1: I say one thing real quick? No. Let me, ask, let me ask you something real quick. This is just a question. <laughs> this was a topic of conversation the other day at work. Is it more – how do I phrase this? His season was an anomaly. Right? Yep. His 11, what was it, eleven picks?
2: Can't remember for sure.
1: The chance of him doing that again, or even leading the league in picks this year again, is so far out there. Eleven picks. Yep. Yep. I just I can't see it. Especially, I don't know if you guys seen it on Twitter. He's getting roasted by everybody in camp. Everybody he, he now, deleted
2: his Twitter. Yeah.
1: Now I will say this, I will preface this by saying. It's one-on-one man coverage against him, so against C.D. Lamb or the 5th spring receiver, whoever that guy was, and Dak Prescott, right? Most cornerbacks are not going to be able to lock that guy down, right? it's That's a pretty a pretty big rarity. Darius Slay could put up a fight. James Bradbury could put up a fight. Like, Avante Maddox would put up a better fight than what he was putting up. What I would say is, Trayvon, this is what I'm going to say for you guys. He shouldn't show up in any of our top five A and B's. Just being completely honest, he doesn't belong.
2: I think he de- deserves mention in the honorables. Uh, I'll yes, say he's kind of- not—he's not in my top six. I just think, like the dude's size, he, 11, 11 picks isn't a mistake. Like those happened. Um, just, but I think his skill set and he's—I don't think hes he's certainly not gonna be Jalen Ramsey. I don't—you know—certainly. I'm not
1: gonna say it was a mistake because but- it happened, but. He had a couple things working in his favor. Demarcus Lawrence isn't just a forgotten man out there, right? And Micah had an unreal season since, like, LT, right? But he's not going to do that again. Now, what he might do again is give up 1,300 yards like he did last year.
2: I think he's still, like, he's still going to be a number one corner. And he'll be a number one corner pretty much the rest of his career. That's my
0: projection.
1: Bold take. Bold take.
2: That's what I'm saying. He's he's 23 years old, the dude. Okay.
1: To me, I'm curious, like he I mean, even Asante Samuels didn't come up that yards. And he went right? It's just uh I can't think back on one guy that played that type of ball, but still gave up, I mean, a season's worth of yards and was a top cornerback. I'm just saying that's not winning football. You know that as well as I do. Now, what I will say is an interception is a big deal. Turnovers are huge, right? But he ain't going to do that again. And there if, he, go, does, if, he, if does, he does, if he does, what if he does, Jeremy? If he does, I will eat my fucking words, okay? But I'm just saying I will bet on him to give up that many yards again before I even assume he'll lead the league in picks. I'm just saying.
0: All right, let's jump into this top five then. This will be fun because, this will be a good list. I don't want to. I don't want to reveal anything yet until we. Seth, get it.
2: I think you got to start though. I think you got to be the one to start
0: this. I think I do as well, just because Jeremy's gonna have the most hate of my list out of all of them. Um, yeah, let's jump into it. So my top five consists of two teams. That's it uh jeremy you mentioned the giants player owen i don't know if you have any i looked through i've looked through their roster and i went through my head multiple times i just couldn't even find a player to put on the honorable mention so unless i'm totally missing somebody and from the commanders i have a few on my honorable mention that just couldn't quite
1: make the cut let me pause Uh, a second owen do you have any giants I don't
2: have any giants. I have names, but not none. I wanted to put on the list.
1: Okay. I'm rounding out my list right now. Cause I just, I've got three different fucking rough, rough drafts here. And I'm just trying to make sure it's right. Seth, you ever heard of Leonard Williams? Who Leonard Williams? Oh, oh Leonard he, Williams.
0: Yeah. He,
2: that came out sounding like Orlando Williams. It right? did. I, I, I was like, like, who? No, Leonard. Yep.
1: Leonard Williams is an extremely good player. Like, for sure, a top ten defensive lineman. You think so? Yeah, top six player in the division. Figuring that out right now for myself. All right, all right.
0: There I don't go. know about that, but maybe. Okay, okay. Good. He's a good player for sure. For sure, I think he had better days in in the other New York team, um, but he's yeah. Okay, he's not on my list. All right, six five B six, whatever we want to call it. I start off with Darius Slay at five b one of my let's see two eagles, two eagles, yeah, yep, two eagles um loaded with cowboys that's what this list is um. <laughs> Oh, boy. Go for it. All right.
1: Darius Slay. I'll just, I mean, I'll just jump off and come back on. And like mandatory
2: on. mic mute from Jeremy. Just until until it's his turn. I, I want this. I need this. <laughs> he he basically jumped off just for the wow. listeners. Oh, Go that ahead, was Sam. good.
0: That was good. Uh, Darius Slay, I mean, he, he had a comeback year last year. I mean, at this point last year, he would have been on this list. But what he did last year, um, coming back. Big big play slay as they called him. He was the fumble return guy, he had two touchdowns on that. Um, and just it was a big shutdown guy last year for the Eagles and, and bit of a comeback. He is older, um, but still, regardless. I mean, he was still a, a better player uh last year. So Darius Slay is on this list. He's also a premier position, um, which helped. Uh 5A. I think both of you guys said that he's not going to be on your list. I have Trayvon Diggs at five. A, damn. I wish Jeremy's camera was on. He's probably walked away though, so he doesn't. Seth,
2: Seth was you kind of like laid it out with uh, when you're talking about Slay? There, you like, you said premium position. Is this kind of why you elevated Diggs to
0: this yes. level? Yes. It... I mean, is he slightly overrated? Probably, but he was all—he was first-team All-Pro last year. He was Pro Bowl. He's up for Defensive Player of the Year. He had all these accolades. First-team All-Pro, I think, is probably bears the most weight out of all of that. Obviously, over Pro Bowl, so I took that one as big. Could he be better? Yes. Did he give up a lot of big plays? Yes, but he made just as many, if not more, big plays than he gave up. He's still very young, like you mentioned, 23, 24. He's still going to grow into that. He could be one of the best corners, if not the best corner, uh, maybe not the best corner, but one of the best corners in the league in the next year or so. This guy's got a a lot of
2: talent. Jeremy's now chatting. (laughs) Yeah. The chat said, I'm sick. I'm sick with Seth. Now – this he kind of reminds me just for the Packers reference, he reminds me of like a Kevin King on steroids, metaphorical yes. steroids, yep. of course, where it was like it was always big plays and then there was always big plays missed. Uh, but when you do it, and Kevin King never had 11 picks and he certainly was never a number one corner. Um, I'm I'm I get the argument for sure. I definitely
0: at his age. There's so much potential there. He could come crashing down in the next year, and then this is his one big year, and then that's it. But I mean, what he's what he did at his age, I, the sky's the limit for this guy. I think he, he could be he could be a world. I mean, he's Tr- Stefan Diggs' brother. I mean, they're going at it. You saw in the Pro Bowl and stuff was fun. Um, so obviously, it runs in the family a little bit. You know, some of that greatness. We'll see. We'll see. I I just thought Trayvon Diggs. Should have been probably considered for this list a little bit more than you two probably put them on there for. All right. Number four, my other eagle, I have Lane Johnson. I had many other eagles to consider. Uh, I had AJ Brown just off the list, Travis, or not Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, uh, still one of the better centers in the league. Um, But they just, Didn't quite make the list. AJ Brown just hasn't done enough. um, Even though I think. um, Yes, you're right, Jeremy. All three are Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Uh, Lane Johnson four though, to get back to him. Jeremy says he's the one of the best tackles in the game. People would disagree. I think he is one of the better right tackles in the game and could probably slide over to left tackle and be just as good, but he's been very consistent. um, So that's why I put him on this list. He's just, it feels like you know what you're gonna get every week. In and out with him, I'm getting distracted by by Jeremy's comments here. Cool, um, chat. He's he he can't speak. He's he's speechless. That's how good this is right now. Um. All right. Number three, I made some switches out here. Uh, I considered him for one. I dropped him down to three. Uh, Dak Prescott. My lone quarterback on the list, I think he deserves to be on this list. What I said before, Owen, had one of his best statistical years last year, and I think if you get that Prescott from last year, you're getting an upper echelon quarterback. You're talking top six or ten or whatever you were saying. uh he should be top ten regardless um but you're getting you're getting a very good quarterback in Prescott. Uh, the playoffs are always the question mark, especially with the Cowboys with Dak too. It's just not getting there, but what they're doing when they get there. Um, so that'd be the biggest question mark for him, elevating himself to the next tier uh, of quarterbacks, and then for that team. Otherwise, I think he's got a lot of talent. Um, you know he's still semi mobile, not as probably as mobile as he was before the injury, but still there. So he's still got his legs a little bit. Uh, but he's also a smart quarterback, doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Um, He's pretty smart with the ball, but he will not have Amari Cooper as well. Um, So that'll be a big difference. But still plenty of weapons, like I mentioned before. Number two, this could almost be a 1A, 1B here, I feel like. I have Zach Martin at two. I, I think one of the more underrated offensive linemen in the league, not just guards. If he's not the best guard behind Quentin Nelson, one of the best offensive linemen, Uh PFF, Jeremy, you're talking PFF. I think they had him at like nine or 10. I believe he was pretty high on the PFF list going into this year. Uh, so if you want to talk PFF, he was there. Um, he, I mean, his name is brought up, but his name should be brought up more with some of the best offensive linemen in the league. Uh, Zach Martin has just been doing it for years, and he's still relatively young, I think upper 20s, so he's still going to have many years left of dominance unless injuries hit him. And then number one, which I believe is also yours, Owen, I don't want to tease it, but you did tease it a couple weeks ago, if people remember. I am Micah Parsons here as well, your defensive player of the year, your defensive rookie of the year. Not defensive player of the year. Runner-up defensive player of the year. Yes, Uh, that was Donald. Um, but maybe the second-best defender in the game right now, just with everything that he does. And as a rookie, too. It's just he exploded. Everybody thought big things of Micah Parsons, uh, but nobody imagined what he was going to do last year. Um, Jeremy does have a good point. You know, all the different positions that he played last year, is he going to do that again? Probably not, but he still will be super versatile. He still will be, obviously, Rushing the passer probably the most. Uh, That's what he's probably best at. But he does everything so well. Uh, It's fun to watch. Even as an Eagles fan, I would hope. It's still fun to watch. Um, So that's my list. Let me recap it real quick. I have Darius Slay, Travon Diggs, Lane Johnson, Dak, Zach Martin, and Micah Parsons. Jeremy, I hope you enjoyed that as much as everybody else did.
2: Jeremy, would you like the rebuttal uh immediately?
1: Not yet. Oh, no. No.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I won't speak upon that right now. I'm uh I'm ready to hear your list though and I I need to should you gotta I gotta
0: sit and stew on it for a
1: little bit. Should I just hop off for another minute real quick? I don't
0: I mean, I don't think I'll piss
2: you off, but uh, I'm gonna
1: say something real quick. These pretzels that I love. Normally, I have to, like, really put some effort into chewing them. I don't have to put any effort the chewing those while Seth was talking just now. I'm not going to lie. I was just a little,
2: grinded through them.
1: Just a little frustrated. But anyways, <laughs> Owen, I'm ready.
2: It just mold through a bag of Snyder's while Seth was talking there. That was nice.
1: About, uh, there's a few left, but I'm I'm saving you them. You're the
2: saving them for, okay, just in case.
1: No, all right. Start it off. Start it off hot. Why don't we? Uh,
2: uh, a name that hasn't been mentioned yet uh number five b i don't think any of us have mentioned him specifically i'm talking the best defensive lineman that yeah i think the best defensive lineman in the division i'm gonna go with jonathan allen d tackle out of washington alabama man had that weird interaction on the sideline last year i think it was with deron Payne. those two have been running mates for three four years now but they've been dominant Pretty much the whole time, uh, you know. Sands, what happened last year was kind of where I have big ups on Jonathan Allen. Their defensive line as a whole was uh, missing something last year, but I think this dude is as dominant as it gets uh, in the division. I think Demarcus Lawrence you'll find is was one of my first or on the bubble uh, honorable mentions, but I think this guy is is uh, is a big time play wrecker. Uh, and needs his needs his mentions. Moving on, I agree.
0: That's a good one. Good one. All. Top
2: corner in the league. They're not league division still. Uh, give me Darius Slay. What was the what was the the stat I was reading earlier, Jeremy? You probably know exactly what it was. Uh, it was like I think it was a PF, PFF grade. Maybe it was like just by far and away the best defender in single coverage. uh last year the best Uh,
1: coverage grade last year like by far away
2: right uh and it was like yeah like single or i think it was like opposing quarterback grade when throwing to his receiver in single coverage too it was like it was the lowest by far uh you've seen some other names like uh Razul douglas jalen ramsey made appearances on that top five it was a good list but uh darius slay no doubt impressive he's always been good but he's been hidden you know, in Detroit land, um, made his way to to Darius, got the big ups, or uh, made his way to Philly and got the big ups. And now uh, Germany is his biggest fan. Number four. Going back to D.C., Terry McLaurin is my favorite receiver in the division. Over A.J. Brown. I think Terry is better than A.J. Brown. Argument being A.J. Brown's the physical monster in comparison but I think Terry is just route runner supreme he is doing it in spite of the quarterback play his whole career there so far Uh, I think he had a pretty good connection with Taylor Heineke though Um, that'll be the guy and it's going to be unfortunate if his stats don't show it this year because it won't be his fault Um, it'll be based on on the quarterback play but I hope Carson finds him uh, and I think he'd make it a lot easier on him. Um, If you start, if you start, uh I don't even know who's calling plays in Washington. Do we have the top of our heads? They got anyone special? No, probably uh, not. I'll look into it. Washington O.C. Scott Turner. Look at that. There you go. There it is. Norv Turner Jr.
1: Well,
0: you know,
2: there's some good and bad there with the family name, but. Uh, I think you know it'll be on him to to get uh, to get it going for Carson and Terry, but I think that dude uh, is is real. I think that dude is a stud. Number three, arguably best right tackle in the game. I'm gonna give it to Mr. Lane. Give me Lane Johnson, former quarterback, been doing it forever, old as shit, uh, a cowboy through and through, in the sense of being from like Texas. He's a Texas boy, right? Say it again. Oklahoma. Jeremy's what he's no, he went to the, the mute the mic rule. I get it. All right. Oklahoma. Sorry. He just sounds Oklahoma. like he's from Texas. Oklahoma guy. Sorry. The anti cowboy. Um, yeah. I mean, it's Played it's all... born
1: in Texas, went to college in Oklahoma. My bad.
2: Got it. Okay. That's what I was
0: thinking. I, I he's actually think Southern boy. That's what we're saying. I actually thought he went to Texas, but no, he's born in he's Texas. Probably secretly a Cowboys fan. <clears throat> Probably.
2: I mean, if formerly, formerly was, right? <laughs> Jeremy knows everything about Lane's life story. Best right tackle in the game, all pro first team, obviously. Um, and the key to success there, even though their line is dominant top to bottom, um they've needed that guy on that line forever and it's good he, he never made his way somewhere else. but not quite the best lineman in the gate in the division. Give me Zach Martin at number two. Sethy is actually 31. So oh, he is. He's a little older, huh? Which is why it's why I mentioned earlier, like he, he hasn't really shown, like he's just been dominant his whole time. Um, and he not quite as old as Lane Johnson, but like it's not, it's still guards have to be a little bit more mobile. Um
0: but he seemed like just, he was younger to me.
2: Exactly. That's that's the main point here. Uh, and I think until he proves otherwise, he's kind of like that Aaron Donald. He's the Aaron Donald uh, comparison for offensive linemen for me, where he's just like, just give him the all, the first email pro until it's until he he's was, not playing anymore.
0: He was all decade team for two, 2010.
2: Yeah. And boy, he got drafted in 2014. Three, 14. There you go. <laughs> See? Uh, yeah. Zach Martin, number two, number one. You know, it was – running was on the wall. Runner-up defensive player of the year. Plays three different positions. Stud at all of them. Micah Parsons, LT Jr. Uh, it had to happen for me. Uh, love that guy. Penn State. Don't love he's a cowboy, but that's all they, you know, got going on that defense uh, in name at least. and I mean, he drives it. He drives everything home. He makes everybody better. Just everything he can do, opens up everything. Uh, unless, well, no. Michael Parsons, he's great. He could play corner if you wanted to. Dude's athletic monster. Beat Tyree Kill in a foot race. Now, Tyree Kill, of course. He was a little complacent when he did it, but still, <laughs> if we got if you got your pass rushing D end winning uh, All-Star Game or Pro Bowl weekend foot races, you know, that's a pretty good sign, regardless. Uh, and the dude, what is he, he's only twenty two, so good for the Cowboys. They got a good, they got a good young tandem to build on forever.
0: How about them Cowboys? List how goes, many Cowboys did you have on your list? Uh, two, I had two. Bummer. Okay, let's go. More John- than
2: Jeremy though. Maybe Jonathan Allen, Darius Slay, Terry McLaurin, Lane Johnson, Zach Martin, Mike Parsons.
1: Oh, and if I was you, I would move Jonathan Allen to the Scary Terry spot and put Leonard Williams where Jonathan Allen is. I think Jonathan Allen is the best defensive lineman on Washington. Him and Payne are the best two. I would actually say I would go Montez Sweat over Chase Young. Chase Young has just got the most wow factor in, like, his workout and everything. And but he's think- still got to
2: prove it, too. Like, he could still be very good, but, like, the injury slowed things a lot. Those two really
1: D tackles to me are terrifying. Like they're very, very good. The one thing I'll say about Jonathan Allen is he hasn't always been the best in the run. Uh, he's been pushed around a little bit. Um, actually, really, both of them have. But uh, that whole, honestly, that whole defensive line has been pushed around in the run games at times. But um, no, I that Washington D line. If if I was an Eagles fan, I'd I'd love it. But I'm an Eagles fan, so I don't. Um, I have two lists. What? <laughs> okay. Which one do you want first? Do you want list A first or list B first? We I want, want the list I you're want... gonna give.
0: Yes, I want okay, the I real to list.
1: Out. I'm gonna roll out the real list and then I'll come back to list B. Okay. That's the it's one. All any Cowboys list. Yeah. So here's here's list A. So coming in at five B.
0: Jeremy says, "Do you want my unbiased list or my biased list?"
1: <laughs> I have AJ Brown. Okay. 25 year old phenom receiver gonna come in and take Jalen to the next level. Okay. I mean you can <laughs> you can do all this you can do all the stats. Laugh all you might own. You can do all the stats. I've got fucking 40 different web browsers up right now just to shut Seth's goddamn pie hole because it just pissed me off. But uh anyways, AJ Brown is my five B. Um he's the question mark, you know how how high he soars this year as an eagle. Um, coming in at coming in at 5A, I have um James Bradbury, who could very well James Bradbury could lead the league in Pixel share. You picked you're the not wrong
2: you picked the wrong one, Seth. You We're not gonna see.
1: throw you're not gonna throw out Slate, you're gonna throw out Bradbury. Here's the deal. What was it two years ago? Bradbury was by far and away the best player on the Giants. Probably still would be right now. So, give me Darius Slay
0: is number one, probably, I'm guessing. Give me, uh, give me Bradbury, off of this five,
1: list. 5A. Coming in at four, we have Jordan Malalata, who is, I mean, hey, here's the deal. One of the most talented offensive linemen in the game. He's only getting better. Jordan Malalata, I think, is 24 years old. Okay. That is the Micah Parsons stopper, Seth. you understand? The best left tackle in the game. Jordan Malad is he's probably on his way to it right now. As far as talent, ability, and age, he'll probably be there in two years. Coming in at four, uh, three, we have um, Darius Slay, who, oh, you said it. You sold the guy for me. He had some of the best numbers last year, Seth. He only gave up 44 receptions. 400 yards, no touchdowns, but he scored two. He had the best coverage game in the league. He was just shy of 90. I mean, Darius Slay had a hell of a year, but guess what? Trayvon Diggs gets all the love. He's garbage. Anyways, brings me to two, which is my man, underrated all-time center, Jason Kelsey, okay? Jason Kelsey is – he's a top-five center all-time. He might be top two. Okay. But he's number up one them. all the time. Soon to be probably the mayor of Philly. Love now, that guy. J-
2: Jeremy, uh, before you finish up this list, I just had, I couldn't help but uh, notice that you don't have any Giants or Commanders or Cowboys on this
1: list. Uh, how does this list finish up? Number one, we got Lane Johnson.
0: Uh, I was waiting for it to be Jalen Hurts. Here's the deal. <laughs> no, no,
1: no, no, no. I'll tell you two things. We'll get to list B in a second here. So Lane Johnson is number one. Lane Johnson is probably the second. Him and and Trent Williams are the best two tackles in the game, in my opinion. Um, Just ability, where their head's at, awareness. It's hard to beat those two. I mean, they're both, I think, 32 right now um lane has talked this off season so he's coming back from a, a nasty ankle injury last year which has kind of been a reoccurring thing for him for a while and he's put on i think he said 10 or 15 pounds and he was just going on and on and on about how his anchor now is even but he's probably not as athletic as he once was where i mean lane came into the league running just about a, five, a four six right dude was just a freak athlete and now he's just going on about how much farther along his strength came right and it's uh i think him and trent williams are i mean the best two tackles in the game now there's some young dudes that are right there like Wurfs, Ramchek, check malata like guys like that they're right there um uh you guys got a guy too he's a little older but soon to be I, elton but, jenkins yeah i mean there's dudes there right um real quick there's i mean i got a lot of names written down like i said i think <laughs> like i said i think my Eagles have the most A players. Um, Commander's got some guys. The Giants, I mean, hey, the Giants the Giants draft this year. They could have two dudes that are on this list next year, in Thibodeau and Evan Neal. I mean, those guys are good. Um, but, yeah, so that's the correct list.
2: Did Now, did the Eagles have any other A players, or are those their six A players?
1: So, Bradbury's actually a B player for me. God. Um
2: what, A.J. Brown's an A player?
1: A.J. Brown is fringe right now, okay? Um, the Eagles A players are Malada, Slay, Lane, and Kelsey. Those are A players, those four. Fletch, with – um, I mean, hey, with Hargrave, Hargrave's a B player for sure. If uh, Jordan Davis comes out and Hargrave has another big year, Fletch could be right back to what Fletch was. Uh, Seth, you mentioned the all-decade team Fletch was on it. I mean, he's – that dude's a freak, but he had a real down year last year and the year before that was, but um, yeah, that's, that's the real list boys. That's, that's what it looks like. Okay. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but anyway, so right. um, now I'll give you the list. I didn't want to give you. Okay. <clears throat> Seth, are you ready?
0: Yeah, let's hear this one. I hope it's better than the first one.
1: <laughs> the first one's the right list. Seth. I don't know what you're talking about. So, I love offensive line play and that's going to become very obvious. Um, the two guys just off the list for me are Jonathan Allen and Leonard Williams. I have them. I, I wanted to put them five, a five B for me. I just couldn't, I just love my Eagles too much, but um, no, those guys are right there. I mean, if you, if you twisted my arm and I had to give you one guy off each of those rosters, that's who it'd be. I think uh, Leonard Williams, I mean, Seth, I think you mentioned when he was on the Jets, just a forgotten guy because he's played for shit teams, you know? Jonathan Allen, I mean, that, that defensive line in Washington's no joke, so he's definitely the leader of the pack there. But uh, there was that weird interaction on the sideline, like Owen said. But those two are – I mean, they're studs. They belong probably on this list in some form or fashion. But at 5B, now my 5A and 5B is simply because of age. I have Slay at 5B, okay? Now, Seth, I'm going to tell you real quick, in my talkings of Darius Slay, all the reasons why Trayvon Diggs doesn't belong. If we were just naming off cornerbacks, Trayvon Diggs doesn't belong in the top five A&B cornerbacks in the league, okay? Trayvon Diggs is the only cornerback in the entire league to give up over 1,000 yards last year. Trayvon Diggs was the only cornerback to be flagged over 10 times for pass interference last year. Trayvon Diggs also had 11 picks. But this goes back to what I said early in the past, early in the pod. It's just too much feast or famine playing the fire for me. I can't touch that guy on this list. I even brought up, I went through and I found every single team's, like beat writers bringing up their top their top 10 teams. Um, there's only one guy in the top three for the Cowboys. I don't have on this list because I don't, I don't believe that position belongs on this list for the NFC East. That's just me. Um, but we'll get to that. So I got Slade Owen, you you kind of made my argument for, for me. The dude was the best corner in the league by PFF last year. Now he had two touchdowns. He had the uh, return return touchdown. He picked a return touchdown. I mean, he was a, a monster last year. And the Eagles' defense wasn't that great. We were good, but not great last year. And he's only going to get better with a running mate like James Bradbury. Apps will take a step this year. We brought in Jaquisky Tart. We still got Avante Maddox in the slot. I mean, that defensive line just, it's looking better and better. We got linebackers now. I expect Slay to have kind of that effect where you just don't throw that way, right? Because why? You're not going to test him. Now, that's where Bradbury could have a big year as far as turnovers because he's good. Bradbury's very good. But, so Darius slays my 5B. At 5A for me, I got Jordan Mala. I just, I kept on going through. And I, this, this is sounds like
0: real. This sounds like the other list, Owen. <laughs>
1: it's not, it's not, it 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 not I, like. I promise. I got Mala at 5A. This is where I was going to put Dak. Dak doesn't make my list. I don't think Dak is a true, a quarterback. I just don't. Um, Dak's not in the realm of Herbert, Burrow, Rodgers. He's not Pat Mahomes. He's just not in that realm. Right. So Derek, I mean, why I'm saying that is Jordan Malolata right now is in that realm with young tackles right now. You know what I mean? Like he is that dude at his position and I just don't think Dak is. Now, I, I said it earlier, I kind of expect Dak to take a step back. I think Cooper was good. I mean, he did play a big role in that offense. Lamar Cooper is no joke. I mean, he's good. He's a good player. But um, J- Jordan Malata, I just – his progression has been such big leaps and bounds, and it's just – the dude's got all the talent in the world. Um, I want to say I'm, like, stumbling through my my things here, but Jordan Malata was rated as – Think the sixth best offensive tackle last year. Like, he was very, very high up on the list. Um, and coming in at the sixth best tackle, I mean, you, the names in front of you are Trent Williams, Tristan Wurst, Ryan Ramchick, Bakhtiari, and Lane. And then it was Jordan Milo. Um dude, just a physical freak, so I'm, a, I'm expecting him to just get better year over year. He's got Landon Dickerson right to the right of him. I mean, they're making a hell of a pair. He's just going to get better. Great so rugby I, player. He's a freak, dude. The guy's a freak. Brings me, and actually, maybe it's because it's so close to the preseason game where that piece of shit, 56, hits my quarterback and mala gets right in his face. Let him know, hey, you're a punk bitch, you're not gonna make the roster or the jets suck. So that brings me <laughs> to four. And number four, once again, we mentioned the future governor of Philadelphia, um, Jason Kelsey. Here's the deal. I love me some offensive line play, and I don't. There's no way you can you can pull this over my head. Jason Kelsey has been a top three center in the NFL for ten straight seasons. Like that guy has been one of the best centers. Now here's the deal, I, I, Seth. When I was looking, I brought up the old decade team as soon as you mentioned it, and I just couldn't believe Pouncey and Alex Mack were on there, and Jor- Jason Kelsey was not. The importance that that guy has played to his offensive line and the pieces that have moved around him versus those other guys and how good Jason Kelsey has been the entire time at his age too is so impressive. Like we had Evan Mathis. You, oh, do you remember Evan Mathis? Of course. Like some of these dudes that played with – I mean, and Evan Mathis was not a good player before he came to Philly. He was okay, but when he came to Philly, he was best guard in the league just like that because him and Jesse, Jason Kelsey made such a pair. Isaac Samal, Landon Dickerson. I mean, there's been guys that have came in, and Jason Kelsey is just, like, gelled with them so quickly. It's just like – and the things he does at center, that dude is 33, 34 years old, and he still pulls around the tackle and tight end on run plays at his age. Like, it just blows you away. Last year there was a play where they're 30 yards downfield, and he's running stride for stride with Miles Sanders. And Miles Sanders is a fast player, and Jason Kelsey is running stride for stride with him making a block. Um, I just I love that guy to death and I just don't think he I don't think he gets the praise that he deserves. I don't think he ever will. Um, but I, I truly think he is an all time great of a center. That's just my opinion. Now, that brings me to three. Oof. I have Micah at three. Okay. This is why I have Micah at three. I gotta see. Hey, he's
0: got a cowboy in the list. That's that's enough right there.
1: I here, Here's my deal with Micah. I got to see it two years in a row. He, he could come out and be a flop this year. I mean, we, we see it all the time with two second-year players. I wouldn't bet on him being a flop as much as I hate the Cowboys. I wouldn't. But I don't think, like, that dude had one of the best pass rushing grades. Some of the most – he had 14 sacks, right? Had one of the, almost the most pressures. His pass rush grade was one of the top three. Like literally numbers that like haven't been seen since LT. I loved Mark Micah coming out of the draft at Penn State. I wanted the fucking Eagles to take him. Now I'm not gonna I'm not mad at the Devontae Smith pick, but I wanted us to draft Micah's Parsons. He probably would have done the same goddamn thing for us. But we'll see if he can do it two years in a row. Now, what I'll say is. The Cowboys do have, I mean, Demarcus Lawrence is no joke. Like that guy's a good player, right? Um, I wouldn't put Demarcus Lawrence on, on a list like this, but that works in his head. They got now you got Anthony Barr. That helps. Um eh. I'm not gonna act like some stud, but I'm just saying for next year. I mean, Landon Van Der Esch, he helps. No. But I don't he he helps free Micah up to make these plays still. I, so then, I
2: would say they, it gives them the flexibility to still put Micah wherever they need
1: him. Yep, yeah. that's what I'm getting at, yeah. It gives them the flexibility to use him as, like, a joker role where he's just all over the defense, which is which makes that Cowboys defense way more dangerous. Now, those safeties don't scare me. I mean, Hooker's okay. They did Jordan, have McKinney.
2: They, McKinney is now on the Giants, yep, but McKinney would have been one of those guys.
1: They got Javon Curse. They're listing three safeties. That's kind of weird. But um, Jordan Lewis is – that guy's probably a third stringer anywhere else. And here's the deal. I said it already. Trayvon Diggs, he's going to give up yards. That dude's going to give up yards, right? So I – something's got to give there. Either Mike is not going to get the pass rush. Trayvon Diggs is not going to get the interceptions. I would bet on Mike is still being a double-digit sack guy. Trayvon Diggs is probably going to even have three picks this year. But Mike has got to be top three for me. He's a good player. This brings me to number two. Seth, you're going to enjoy this. Are you ready? I got Lane number two, okay? For one reason and one reason only. Lane actually missed a couple games last year, and he played just shy, I think it was, of 900 snaps. Lane did not allow a sack last year. But for just that purpose and that purpose only, I give Zach Martin the edge and he'll be my one. Zach Martin, one of you two, made the comment that he was underrated, which kind of blew me away. Zach Martin, I mean, that dude's been the guy at guard for 10 years almost now. You know what I mean? Like, It's been pretty clear that and what's wild to think is that was almost Johnny Menzel. That pick was almost Johnny Menzel. Zach Martin could have been a fucking Brown. You know what I mean? Like That would have been the next pick, but I, uh, Zach Martin to me, him and Lane, I mean, that could be one or t- either one of them that could flip either way for me. But uh, I mean, Zach Martin, I also lean that way because as I was flipping through this list, Zach Martin was showing up in top tens on all players lists way more often than just about anybody else in the East. Um, he's, what was it now? In the last three seasons, he's only allowed two sacks. And 51 pressures. And that's in almost 2,000 pass blocking stamps. Now, what I will say is I'm really curious how that Dallas line is gonna look next year. Cause um oh, and I don't know what you were getting at, but some of those names aren't that good on that Dallas line.
2: Tyler Tyron Smith, Zach Martin. Um, that's three. You only, you know, you only need three to have a good line. So you got. Uh, but
1: this they did up, lose.
2: Like, they did lose. Lyle Collins and Connor Williams
1: yep, I think his name is. So line, that's
2: yeah. obvious. Which is obviously a big hit. But they were number one. They were the number one ranked line last year. Uh. Are
1: you sure? Yes.
2: They went from twenty-seven thought... to first last year. Coming back into this year, I don't. I think there's regression, but it's still.
1: Where did you see that they were rated one?
2: <clears throat> okay. You know what? I'll bring her back up. Just the only the reason I asked.
1: The mm-hmm. only reason I ask is because everywhere I found it, it's the Cleveland. Eagles
0: should be number one. Owen, come on!
1: Timeout, timeout! Everywhere I've seen it, it's been Cleveland, KC, Philly, and Green Bay have been the top-rated lines everywhere I found. It. Coming out of last year and going into this year, but while Owen, while you're pulling that up, I'll just say, oh, time- and then t-
2: that's a, they and they drafted uh, Tyler Smith, who's going to be yep. a day one starter. Was the you know they – positive about so that's you
1: know probably four spots filled there so left to right they got tyron smith who's good he's got to make it through a full season i mean that dude hasn't in a long time um tyler smith like you said he's going to be a day one starter tyler uh whatever the hell his last name is i can't remember the center zach martin who's a stud and then you got terrence Steele on the right side um i don't know man tyron smith i mean he was great at his peak like uh, one of the best tackles to do it in the modern era but he's always hurt he's always hurt so I don't know I just that Dallas wall isn't what it is um one thing I'm worried about is I mean we all know who Dallas's head coach is and I mean he's going to coach his way out of games real fast um it's it makes you curious how much they're going to try to use Zeke you know because he's just He's just not that guy anymore. Um, Gallup's all right. I think he's coming back from an injury. CD Lamb. I don't see CD Lamb as a like one A receiver on a roster. I think he's a. I think CD's like he'd be a two in most places, in my opinion. But he, I don't know. Dallas is going to throw the ball like fucking crazy this year for sure. So
2: oh, the yeah, uh, de- PFF's final weak rankings for their offensive line. Dallas finished number one with their grades,
1: grades among the entire line. Interesting. Cause yeah, everything I've seen has been, uh, like I said, Cleveland, Casey, Philly, and green Bay. This goes well. And
2: then that's probably like outlooks going into the year. This is uh, I've,
1: yeah, no, I've seen it. Goes, I I said both.
2: Cowboys, bucks, Niners, Eagles, chiefs were the top five finishing last year.
1: So real quick, I'll just recap my list and then we'll. I just wanted to make one other comment. So I got Zach Martin, one, Lane two. That would probably be my true 1A, 1B. Then I got Micah, three, Kelsey, four, Jordan Mile out of five, Darius Slate, five or six. Um, Uh,
2: Sorry, who are the who's two and one again? Sorry. Lane and uh, Zach Martin. Lane's two, Martin's
1: one. 1A, 1B. Doesn't matter how you put it. Which one do you want? I want Lane to be in number one. Okay. Yeah. But
0: no, uh, real quick. That's not how we said it initially. Owen. he did say Martin one, okay. whatever. Don't okay. that's
1: initially my list was all Eagles. So I don't know what you're talking about. Um, no, I'll just, I was just going to follow that up by offensive line play has such a freaking role in games in general. And, um, That was one thing with Lane as I was kind of – if Lane would have played the whole year last year, he probably would have been my one. Um, When you go back and you look at games won and lost with Lane on the field and with Lane off the field, it's, like, staggering, like how different of a team they are. Um, I'd like to see that with the Cowboys with Tyron Smith um, or with Packers with Bakhtiari, you know, because when he's not on the field, he's a different different team, you know. But um, that's the one thing about my Eagles I'm excited about is – God damn Jordan, my a lot of going forward. Like that guy could be the best left tackle in the game next year. He's so talented, you know, him and him and uh, Jordan Davis. Those guys are like true unicorns. Like their side speeds, size, speed, and like ability. It's just wild, but no. So, I mean, I don't know. The East, I think of, of all the divisions right now is because um, if you get 2017 Carson in uh, Washington, that mucks thing up things up, you know, because like, Oh, and you said it, Terry McLaurin, that guy's the real fucking deal. Like he reminds me of like Brandon cooks. Like he'll just do it with anybody. It doesn't matter who's throwing the ball. He's just going to do it, you know? And they're, they're similar players as far as like route running guys with good hands. But, um, I mean, I you has got, you got to get good quarterback play thoughts, Seth. Do you have any, uh,
2: you know,
0: um, it's too much Eagles talk tonight. I
2: was saying, well. You knew that was gonna happen.
0: I mean, I you know. were the only one that had Dak. Uh, so... uh, that doesn't surprise me. And I you know up what up Jeremy's feelings. Oh, uh, why did
1: Dak off? What's that? Why didn't you have Dak? I
2: he's my him and uh, Demarcus Lawrence and Jason Kelsey were actually my three that were kind of in that same range as Allen, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, A B C D whatever you want to do. Dak was right there. I just. You know, you you pretty much said it with he's just not a you know, I can name seven quarterback quarterbacks off the top of my head, I'd rather have yeah. than him. He's and that's not eight. really like that bad of a thing. Like he's still a top ten quarterback in the league and obviously a starter he's and very dynamic. Top,
1: he's he's top ten and he's probably ten.
2: I feel like top, I feel like ten is just reserved for Derek Carr. Uh, that's just my. I feeling. was thinking Carr as
0: well. <laughs> Derek Carr. I don't know. I don't even have the names 10.
2: right away, but like Carr just feels like he should be ten. But I think, but you're right. Like Dak is like, right, right there in that Dak, sense.
1: Dak, Carr, Kirk Cousins, all kind of similar, in in a way. You know what I mean, like I would put,
0: I put Cousins uh, a tier below. But yeah, I get it. There you
1: go. <laughs> I get, I get your disdain with Cousins, but like. That dude gives you a lot of good football. He we're
2: we're going to have a lot of Kirk talk here in two weeks. Actually, probably next week, to be honest. Are we still planning on AFC North at, at the end of this week and NFC North next week? Correct. Got it. So, yeah, you just wait. You know, I yep. got some Kirk thoughts. We'll get there for sure.
0: Oh, Captain Kirk coming at you. All um, right. Just
1: real quick. Okay. Have you both looked over Sims's quarterback rankings?
0: I have not. Are they complete? He's
1: already, he's already yeah, it's complete. He's got his top 40. He's already changed it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's interesting. He changed it after the first preseason week. I think like guys like Lawrence came up and certain guys got moved around, but um, no, I, I've, I've read a couple of them since then, not just his, but other quarterbacks list. There is a clump of dudes like five to just about 10 of them in the middle of the NFL that are just so similar. And like, to me, like the three guys I just said, Dak, Derek, and uh, Kirk, I mean, they're all – they're going to give you numbers. I mean, Dak had a pretty good year. Derek Carr's had a damn near MVP year. Kirk Cousins led the league in what, completion percentage that one time? <laughs> I yeah, it, one Sims,
2: time. Sims has uh, Dak over Lamar Jackson. I don't think I would even go that far. Um,
1: so, okay, interesting on, list. Owen to what you just said there let me ask you something so i was listening to him do that live and then they were reading in caller or people writing in questions he's got Dak over lamar okay i'd have to pull it back up lamar's a free agent right now how many teams are picking him up and playing him over their quarterback current current quarterback how many teams are honestly doing that probably maybe lamar? yeah what Maybe five teams. No. timeout. Think about picking up Lamar. Think about it. You've got to completely change your offense. Don't care. Day one. Lamar,
2: it's the unicorn dilemma. Okay. I just He was my example for Jordan Davis. It's like you have the opportunity to have a guy that nobody else does and nobody has a game plan for.
1: You pick I him up. It. I get it. I just think, in my opinion, okay, let me ask you this. Arizona, they picking up Lamar?
0: No. Should they?
1: There's an
2: argument to be made, but no.
1: Okay. Um, Detroit, they picking up Lamar?
2: Yes, absolutely.
1: Okay. My Eagles, they picking up Lamar? Yes. Yes. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think they do. No, they should. They They
0: absolutely should. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Personally, I wouldn't. I'd take Jalen.
2: You take Jalen over
1: Lamar? What? Am I taking crazy pills? What just I happened? Am. I am, and it's no. not even it's not no. even the Jalen fan in me. I just haven't seen the progression out of Lamar's arm. Here, that here I've are the yep. Here are yep. the
2: teams that should: Miami, New England, New York Jets, New York Giants, Washington Commanders, Philadelphia Eagles, uh, Ravens, obviously, Brown. Well, you know, maybe you know that'd be a nice year for the Browns. Steelers, Chicago, Detroit. Uh, Minnesota should, but I won't put them on this. Houston, uh, Tennessee, uh, Indianapolis.
0: Oh, let me throw this Atlanta, at you, real quick. Carolina,
2: we- New Orleans, De- Tampa Bay should just for years in the future. Oh, uh, Raiders, we're- but they're not going
0: to. And Owen. the Seattle thinking- Seahawks. That's twenty-four teams. That's ridiculous. Owen, Ow. we're getting way off no. topic. One More. quick question: Can Lamar win you a Super Bowl? Absolutely. Why not? You think so? You think he could win you a Super Bowl?
2: Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl six years ago. Seven years ago. No, it was more like eight or nine. But still, what, what are we talking about?
0: Here? Yeah, but look at Joe Flacco's sense.
2: Yeah, but he won a Super Bowl. That's, well, that was the question, it, right? It,
0: you're, you're right, yes. But they won it not despite Joe Flacco, but he had one heck of a defense there. I game.
2: understand, but it's Lamar Joe Jackson. Flacco, and he's much better than Joe Flacco, right?
1: Joe you, Flacco in that game threw two hundred and eighty-seven yards and three touchdowns, zero picks. He had one hundred twenty-four quarterback rating. If Lamar's that was peak Flacco, and then he went woo. If Lamar's sure. playing quarterback in that game, they lose that game. No, I did. De- why? Why would you say that? Why Colin Kaepernick lost it for all the reasons that Lamar would have lost it.
2: I don't think Colin Kaepernick. I, well, I, you know, I wouldn't, I don't remember that game specifically for Kaepernick or Flacco. I'm
1: a big, I'm a big Lamar fan.
2: I remember those games for their defenses, though those teams were obviously defense oriented.
1: Flacco had a hell of a game that, that game. Why can't you put Lamar? Why can't you put
2: Lamar on half of the teams in the NFL and make them instantly better? How how does that not happen?
1: What I'll say. Now, what I'll say, because you you ran off just quarterback be quarterback is what you did. So first of all, a there's not 24 teams that would do it. I don't think there's 10. Okay, I truly don't. Um, you got to Especially gotta with the, the
0: money game that game. he's about to be paid by the Ravens.
1: Screw the money. Screw the money, Seth. Screw the money. Screw you screw you, Seth. Seth. First of all, you and your Cowboys. Eat shit. So, what I'm saying, me,
2: New England, Jets, Giants, Eagles, Commanders. this is insane. There's two divisions. I got, I had seven teams already. Okay.
1: We are off the deep end. I am sorry, Seth. But um,
2: no, you don't uh, have to continue. I just don't understand. That's all.
0: Let's, let's, let's table this for another day.
2: AFC North is this Friday or this Thursday. We'll we'll bring it up up
0: next week. We'll bring it up next week. And Owen can give us a real list of the teams. Jeremy you can as well.
1: We'll do. I got Absolutely. I got one question for you, Owen. I got one question for you. If the Eagles pick up Lamar, AJ Brown and Eagle, why not? Why didn't he go to the, why didn't he go to the Ravens then?
2: Because the Eagles made the trade. I
1: don't know but he would he, he Is helped. Lamar
2: Jackson in charge of give, giving the Titans what they want in the trade for AJ Brown. Is Time Lamar off. Jackson in charge of paying A.J. Brown his money?
1: A.J. Brown wanted to play with Jalen. Good said for it. him. Hollywood Brown, why is he a Cardinal?
2: Because he sucked as a Raven, and he's going to suck Danny as a Watkins, Cardinal.
1: Problem. Why isn't he a Raven?
2: Because he got hurt.
1: I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. My thing, I get what you're doing. Because, like, talent-wise, yeah, there probably is almost 32 quarterbacks where I would replace with Lamar because of the talent.
2: No, well, I mean, no, but talent wise,
1: just off pure of talent and ability. I okay, there's two guys for sure I wouldn't Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, right? When you're taking talent and age, that's it. But what I'm saying is, you there's just Arizona, you got to completely change your offense, Indianapolis, you got to completely change your offense, Tennessee, every team, your the
0: Ravens yeah. completely changed their offense to fit Lamar Jackson because of how unique he is. Every right. other team in the league would have to do the same. Most teams are not isn't... willing to do that. Oh. that.
1: That's that's why I say that. that is but a why,
2: if you had the option, why wouldn't you be doing that instead of settling for Jameis Winston's 30 interceptions this year? You know what I'm okay, saying? Or I, Marcus Mariola. Surgery.
0: Okay, thank you very much. he will be fine. Okay.
2: Well, oh, there you well, I
1: go. I what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But the reason I don't do that is because I don't think that's a winning formula. You couldn't tell me in the last 10 years a team that just ran the piss out of the ball, especially with a quarterback, and has won anything meaningful, meaningful.
2: Well, you know, good luck, Eagles, I guess.
1: Hey, time out. That's why we brought in these guys, because it's progressing to the passing game. Which James, they should for Lamar like as well. Long time Look, we
2: trashed, we trashed Lamar enough during the season, but there's still, like, a, an overload of talent there. Like, that, yep. that is a absolutely a top-ten quarterback. Like, and in that be. sense, just don't overthink it, you so
1: know
0: what I, what I mean. Yeah. I well, he is a top 10 quarterback just because of his legs, but he could be probably number one, number two on this list if he just developed the passing ability with that. He could right. be unstoppable. Yeah. It would have been like Michael Vick if he was consistent as a passer in his glory days and his heyday.
1: Yep. Lamar would be the same. Okay, yes. real quick, I just want to make. One last We're comment. way off
0: topic, but yeah, we okay. are okay.
1: One last comment, and then I'm done. When Vic joined forces with Andy Reid in Philly in 07, whatever it was, right? Or 09, I think it was completely different guy, right? You still had all that talent to just take off and outrun anybody on the field, but the passing, like Vic was second in MVP voting for yeah. a reason. Right? Yeah, I
2: mean, you know, his his outlook on life probably changed drastically in between Atlanta and Philadelphia yep. as well.
1: But but I'm talking just on the skills on the field, right? The skills on the field. Andy Reid brought that out of him. Now I'm not I'm not poo pooing anybody for coaching in in uh, Baltimore because John Harbaugh was one of the better coaches in the NFL. But if you could get that type of passing out of Lamar, Seth, you just said it, most dangerous quarterback in the NFL. You got a guy that can literally drop back throw the ball 80 yards in the, in the air, right? He's got as much arm strength as probably Josh Allen. Like, Lamar's arm is nuts. And if he could just start, like, even just to get to Kyler Murray type accuracy, how gifted he is running the ball, sky's the limit. They're, they'll probably win the next three Super Bowls in a row.
2: So here's, and, and I'll finish, wrap up my point uh, with a nice little bow here. Uh, there's 32 play callers in the NFL currently who are desperate for their game plan to work right because they've worked so hard and why wouldn't you why wouldn't you want that specific thing you've been working on forever to work but you have lamar jackson he's he's the wild card that no one else has you can't really game plan for him you make that work you know what i'm saying you you that if, if he's available why don't you
1: that's what i'm saying i get it I just no, 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 no 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 you had your last words I, I, mean, I just I just wanted to make a comment on what you said. I get it because I thought when Chris Sims said Lamar was the best quarterback of that draft, I agreed with him. I mean, he won an MVP. He was the first one to do it.
2: There you go. I mean, I didn't All even right. count the MVP. I got to just say MVP quarterback two years ago. Hasn't so done a sense. Sense.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't no, won an on. MVP since. Just move on. I won't be able to stop. All right.
0: Just- no, we're done. Go. we'll we'll keep moving like like owen said we do have the afc north next week so we can continue this talk into next week a little bit further it is trivia time now to end the pod even though we could have ended with that but i do have two questions oh
2: i was just gonna say do you want me to do the podcast rankings
0: Oh, yes, yep, you're right, you're right, yes, throw it up. Really
2: quick, Zach Martin, number one player on the podcast. Number two, Micah Parsons, the Cowboys take the top two spots. Lane Johnson, number three. Number four, A and B, Darius Slay and Dak Prescott. And then uh, and then a tie, so it's actually a top seven. Uh, Terry McLaurin and Jason Kelsey tied at six as well.
1: So there's the true top five A and B ranking.
2: So Zach Martin will go on the overall
0: power rankings of players. Hey, Jeremy, I don't know if you heard this from, I actually know because it was probably a pre-pod thing, but just a heads up for the end of our divisions. uh, Owen's compiling the list now, but we are going to rank the top. What did we say, Owen? Top player from each division. So we're going to have our, our top player from each division. And then we're gonna rank those players,
1: like a top. What would it be? Top eight. Top eight. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Top eight. Top four. A and B
1: twice. We're gonna do top eight. Not really. Off, top off of what's come out to be the top player in this division, right? Yeah. Yep.
2: And then I think the AFC South actually has a tie uh, between is it Henry and Oh
0: Henry and Nelson? Taylor? Oh, Henry or... Nelson. Yes, yes, yes. I believe so. I believe you're right. Yep. All right, trivia, let's go. Two questions for you. First question, along my theme of these multiple answer questions, team-related. First question, are you boys ready? Yes. I need the top six teams, so 5A and B almost. Keep with that theme. Top six teams that have scored at least – well, the the top six teams with the most points scored since 2015. So the most points scored over that time, there's six teams that have scored at least 1,700 points. You want me to start? Seven, 17 was my, my cutoff. Um, number seven was just short, so I cut it off there. Who's, who's going first? We'll let Owen go first.
2: Okay, can I go with the Packers then? Can I just start with the Packers?
0: Uh, you can, and you are correct. They are number six.
2: Oh, just snuck in there, huh?
0: They just snuck in at 17-11. Nice. Jeremy. Chiefs. Chiefs, number one. That, that was, yeah. Any I wanted to go Packers, are- but yeah. Any idea, Jeremy, on a number just based off the Packers at the bottom of the list at 17-11? Not I'm for bonus say, points, but just curiosity.
1: I assume they still scored under two thousand.
0: They did just barely, just barely. Nineteen sixty-nine. How much? Nineteen
1: sixty-nine. So just under two thousand. Nineteen
2: seventy-eight is what I was going to say. Yeah. So you said nineteen sixty-nine. Yeah. He just made that shit up, Seth. Don't
0: believe. Owen, back to you.
2: Now it gets tough. Because uh, those were definitely the two that I had.
0: Wow, you so, got the top team and the bottom team, huh? Owen's in the middle. Right? 2015. Six okay. teams with at least 1,700 points scored. Right.
2: Let me. Shit.
0: Let me go the New Orleans Saints, please. The New Orleans Saints. Good guess. Number three on the list at 1808.
2: A lot of of, of bloated numbers in Breezeland.
0: Yep. Yes. Jeremy, back to you then.
1: Since 15... (laughs)
0: Would be a six year span, then pretty much is what it is. Six year span. We have the Chiefs at one, the Saints at three, the Packers at six. So a couple teams smushed in the middle there. Still, we're waiting on. How many points did the Saints have? Saints 1808.
1: 1808. Got it. I'm going to go with Cowgirls. Ooh. Incorrect.
0: Incorrect. Good. good. I would I would have thought though. I would have thought that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was. They were close. I, I have to go back and look at the list exactly, but they were close, yes.
2: Let me go then. Uh
0: let me go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers. Another good guess, but they were also short. Damn. Also short on this list. Only half the time had A, B, so it makes sense. Jeremy, back to you. You got to tie it up here.
1: Uh, fuck it. Go with my Eagles. Ooh.
0: They were on the list, so I had the list of top 10. They were – oh, no, they were not on the list. I thought they were. Nope. Uh. <laughs> I thought they were in the top 10 because they... – The the list that I found showed the top ten teams, and then I narrowed it down to six. I thought they were in that back half, but they were not. Got it. So got it. Not not on this list, regardless.
2: Back to you, Owen. Um, for the reason being that I think even when they didn't have Brady, they had Jameis throwing a lot through a point. So maybe the Bucks snuck in there at the bottom half. Give me
0: the. You think so? The bottom half, huh? Give me the Buccaneers. The Bucs are number two on this list. Holy crap. All right. At 1857
1: is what they did. Oh, and I was going to go with the Bucs too, simply because of Mike Evans being in that entire span, and he's been good the entire span. You know, the X factor for that was probably the Ryan Fitzpatrick (laughs) here.
0: Yep. Still did it. Still did it. All right. So you have one through three, which was – Chiefs, Bucks, Saints. You have number six, so you have teams four and five still on this list. Jeremy, you need both of these to at least tie. If Owen takes one, he is the victor. But back to you, Jeremy.
1: Trying to think of who would even be on there. 2015.
0: Six years worth There's probably uh, – one of these teams I could see both of you getting. Uh, I think one of these teams will surprise you.
1: Let's go with um, the Seahawks.
0: Seahawks, not on this list. Ooh, Not in the top six, I should say. Not in the top six.
2: Not even with six years of Russell Wilson, huh?
0: Yeah, I know. That was my
1: thought exactly. Is yeah. being right, I
0: think they were – let me go back. They were – Number nine on this list. Number nine. I got a guess. Oh, and
1: I got, I got a guess. <laughs> give
2: me, give me. Um, I think it would I think it would have been five years of Sean McVay in that time. Give me
0: the Los Angeles Rams. The Los Angeles Rams. Correct. Number five on this list, and solidified the W. But we'll give Jeremy one more chance for this hey, last team.
1: This is this this is the one that you thought would surprise us, right?
0: Yes. No, the Rams I figured you guys would get because of Sean oh. McVay
1: being this around. This last one that's left is the one that you thought would surprise us, right? Yes. Give me double credit for this one. I'll tie him, in, right? No, no.
0: You'll, you're still... He's got four and you have one. Maybe. Is it the Lions? It's not the Lions. Ah. That would have been good, though. That would have been good. It is not. Oh, and you want to throw one last one out there? Otherwise, I'll reveal... Our fourth team on the list. Yeah, this is a toughie. Say um, Buffalo.
2: I don't think so.
1: They had the Fitzpatrick years too.
2: I don't know if they had him in that time, though. I think they had him earlier, didn't they?
0: I think uh, so, yeah. Actually, he was earlier, I believe. Give
2: me um, you know, kind of off the wall. Give me give me the
0: Raiders. The Raiders. Oh, Owen, I almost thought you had it. Oh. Ravens.
2: Ah, I did. I mean, it was there. I had like three teams at the end.
1: I had the Ravens written down, but I just thought, I'm like, they did so much running the ball other than Flacco. So I just I never guessed.
0: Yeah, uh, the Ravens, I didn't think as well, just because you don't think of them as a high scoring team. Uh, but they were up there 1775 is what Damn. they had. Damn. So Owen takes the cake on that one. All right. Beautiful. We have the Pat, uh, Packers six, Rams, Ravens, Saints, Bucks, and Chiefs running away with it, of course. All right. This second question is more for Jeremy. Should have saved it for the last division, but I came upon it and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna throw it out there. Uh Owen can chime in afterwards if he wants, if he knows it. Yeah. All right, Jeremy, you ready? The I'm... Packers have won the division. Seven times since 2012. So the last decade, pretty much. Can you name the years and the teams in which the Packers did not win the division? So since 2012, the Packers have won the division seven times. So three years, pretty much, that they did not win it. Can you name the year and the team that won it?
1: 13.
0: Okay. All you want right. to throw a team out? Bears. Incorrect and incorrect.
1: 14 in the Bears? No. No. Um, I'm going to phone a friend. Owen, oh, what was Diggs' last year in uh, Minnesota? 17. 17, the Vikings. 17, and
0: the Vikings is one. Correct. Yep. 17 <laughs> and the Vikings.
1: We kicked their ass in the NFC Championship.
0: Um, Owen, do you know this? Uh, I know
2: one, I knew that one, and one more for sure. The other one, I'm trying to get the year right. I think
0: I have it. But. Save it, Owen. Um, so it was since 2012, Seth. Yep, 2017 Vikings is the one you've gotten so far.
1: Is it 19 the Vikings again? Nope. I,
0: okay, the Packers okay. have won it the last three years. The Packers have won it the last three years.
1: Is it the Vikings is it the Bears in 15? You got the year right. Vikings and
0: Vikings in 15, yes. Vikings okay. and 15. Then I then I did have that one. Yep. Okay. There's one left, then obviously. Let's give them one it, guess.
1: 15, 16, give them one guess. What'd you say? <laughs> It's not 15, 16, 17 in a row, is it,
0: right? It is not. It, you got okay, 15 okay. with the Vikings, 17 with the Vikings. There's one more year. Owen, do you got it? Yep. Okay. Jeremy, give is one guess. 18,
1: is it 18 with the Vikings again? Close. Must be 19.
2: What no? is it, Owen? 18 with the Bears. Uh, Cleo Mack. With
0: who? With Trubisky. His rookie year, right?
2: Cleo, I mean, it was Cleo Mack quarterbacking that team. I mean, might yes. as well have been. <laughs> so,
0: that that yeah. was the Cody Parkey year. That double was
2: the, the double doink year. Yep. Uh,
1: I they, should have thought of that in the playoffs because we played them. Obviously. Yep.
2: S- 17 uh, was the Minneapolis miracle in the playoffs. Yep. Uh, also the year that they broke Aaron Rodgers'
1: clavicle. 17 yep. was the Eagles won the Super Bowl, but anyways.
0: Oh. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just let it remind you. That. Sure.
0: But, go on. And then 18 was uh, McCarthy's last year. Who was so. on that
1: 15 team for the Vikings? Is that big AP year? It hey. must have been. I don't remember,
0: but it must have been.
1: Added, I did, mean, happen.
0: yeah, AP, well, I'm
1: sure, was still around. It they went seven. 11 and 6. They lost to the Seahawks 9 to 10. Am I reading that right? Blair Walsh. Yeah, missed the field goal.
0: Oh, yeah, Blair Walsh, yeah.
1: Teddy Bridgewater went 14 for 9, 3,200 yards. Peterson had 1,400 yards, 11 touchdowns. Leading receiver, what a fucking gross year. Holy shit. Stephon Diggs was 700 yards.
2: I think the Packers still made the wild card, but I don't remember what happened.
1: I got to know what was going on in Green Bay that year. That was. I mean, they were still looking. Was Rodgers hurt that year? No, that
2: would have no, it was um 31 four, and 8 He he was hurt in 13 and 17.
1: Y'all um, had Lacey and Starks. Your leading receiver was James Jones with 890 yards. What a jo- weird year. That was the
2: Jordy Jordy Torres ACL that year. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And then yeah. um it was the year prior. They were still looking their wounds from the Seahawks championship game where everything fell apart.
1: Y'all went farther in the playoffs that year, though, because that was the year you guys played Arizona. Oh, with the back and forth. With the
0: overtime helmet, Hail Mary stuff. Yeah.
1: yeah. 26-20, you guys beat Washington 35-18. Yep. What a weird year.
0: I remember that year. I was at Buffalo Wild Wings for that playoff game.
2: That was the Colts and Chiefs infamous playoff game. Uh, it was like 45-42 to 42 or something.
1: You know, everybody always says that the 2017 year was so weird with uh, uh, Case Keenum making the uh, NFC title game mm-hmm. and then the Jags making the AFC title game. Mm-hmm. This is a weirder year already. <laughs> I mean, Teddy Bridgewater going 11 and 5 and winning the NFC North is confusing to say the least.
0: <laughs> he had a good start to his career and then he had those injuries that kind of just
1: took him down. Yeah, but Teddy Bridgewater was not good.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, you know,
1: they had a a pretty well set up for him. Oh, is that the Carolina-Denver Super Bowl year? Yeah, Carolina went 15-1 that year. Yep. What a weird year. Oh, my God.
0: All right. Anyways that's the pod for tonight the NFC East we're done with it everybody you everybody can breathe again but you can just After name that it roller coaster it,
1: just name it uh Jeremy's Eagles okay? uh,
0: yeah I it is at this point it is absolutely if you if the Eagles were selling stocks Jeremy would have all of them so well, just,
2: we just go from you know uh the Eagles episode to the definitive Lamar Jackson debate Oh, coming to you. We teased
0: it tonight. Teased it, it too week
1: Can I make oh. one more comment, real quick? Oh God! I'm still on that 2015 year. We had Sam Bradford, Demarco Murray, and Ryan Matthews.
2: Mm-hmm. It was <laughs> oh, dream God. team. Dream team 2.0, right? That this, was that year.
1: This year gets weirder and weirder as I look at stuff. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Miles Austin played for the Eagles that year. Holy shit!
0: <laughs> Anyways, all right. Before he continues. Everybody, have a good week. We will see you next time with the AFC North. But as always, adios. Yes. Adios. Adios.